Ladies and gentlemen, you are looking live as we go to Pago Pago, American Samoa, to congratulate and thank Minnie Mike Bloomberg for his participation and his incredible victory in America Samoa, scoring big on Super Tuesday on the tiny Pacific Island nation. And we have to give credit as we welcome you on a Thursday show. Uh, is, it th is it Super Thursday yet? No, it's What Up Wednesday. It's, it's What Up Wednesday. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin here. For those of you who are big wrestling fans, and I know you are, Luigi, that's, of course, the theme, just Samoa Joe theme song, the WWE Destroyer. Are you a Samoa Joe fan? I, I No, I've never seen Samoa Joe my entire life. That is bad wrestling knowledge right I there. I know, man. I'm Have sorry. Have you ever had a Samoa Girl Scout cookie? Yeah, I've had a couple of uh, those. Are they your, is it, that your favorite Girl Scout cookie, the it Samoas? Is. I it's love them. It's the only them. one that should even be sold. Who cares about the rest of them? It is the so yummy with the coconut and the chocolate and the caramel. Oh. Oh. And I'm not a big caramel fan. But we're going to send a box of Girl Scout. I'm going to go out and buy it with my own money. Four bucks a box, pal. That's okay. Anything to get Mike Bloomberg television ads and radio ads out of my face. Because mini Mike Bloomberg has been called by some people. Ladies and gentlemen, if you went to sleep wondering what was happening, and we don't normally do political stuff, but I'm having fun with it. Because we got a lot of stuff to get to today. But this is not your basic, hey, you see who won last night? No, this is the way we handle it. I mean, how many other people are opening their shows with Samoa Joe and Polynesian? I want a nice Polynesian theme today. Okay. See, I remember back in the old days. You just want to get laid. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> I mean, after all, come on. That's true. I don't even have to switch uh, right for that or left. So he mangas me. But Samoa, you know, you don't hear about America Samoa that much. I didn't even know where it was. I have the, luckily, I have the globe here today to help everybody <laughs> learn. We're here to learn. I don't care who wins the presidential sweepstakes. I don't care who you voted for. But ladies and gentlemen, out here, out here. On our fabulous uh, Amazon <laughs> wish gift list, wish list uh, globe. If you were wondering where America Samoa is, you just, you, this is the equator. This isn't just a black piece of tape on my little globe here. Right, that's the equator. That's, that's the Mendoza the line right there. That's the Mendoza line. And you go way out in the South Pacific. In the middle of BFE. No, it's beautiful out there. Oh, I didn't say that. You BFE got Samoa, isn't you got Tonga. It's still BFE. I mean, you got all kinds of great. It's Polynesia. It's where the grapefruits. Is it's that where, where the bodegas come from? <laughs> That's not where bodegas come from. You got the Fiji Islands. You had Mountain Fiji, the great wrestler of the. Remember the gorgeous the women of wrestling? Yeah, the glow. The original glow, not the remake of the glow. Right. Not, a, not, not regular race. You want to go to original race. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in, the, it's in the South Pacific, then. It's, it is it's, in the and, South Pacific. And, and, and South Pacific, the water is, I mean, it's amazing. And when I think of the South Pacific, Robin, and you know I'm not a big musical guy, and I've been saying that all along, but there's one song that I think of, Robin. Uh -huh. i got to play a taste of it today. Even Luigi will know this. As a little kid, I remember sitting with my mom when we got our first color TV set, because we only had black and white. Then we were able to buy a color TV set, and I saw South Pacific on TV. Uh huh. And I remember this song, Robin. And I don't even like musicals. No, you don't. When I'm watching this, I'm watching the colored water, the beautiful palm trees swaying. And you're like, that's where I want to go. Oh, man. 
Robin, were you a big South Pacific fan? I do like this musical. It's a fun musical. No, I don't like most of the songs. I only like the one they sing Bali High. Bali High. Not the... Bali Low. <laughs> not Bali Low. No, not Bali Low. It's a different one. And as we say goodbye to Michael Bloomberg, as this uh, Democratic primary race finally shits the bed and we're down to like three people, Elizabeth Warren for some reason is still in it. She's in a teepee somewhere, smoking a peach pipe, cooking some powwow chow, trying to figure out how the hell she's going to win. But it's down to two crotchety old guys. Joe Biden, who didn't even know who his sister was last night. He had his sister and his wife on the uh, station. He should have have just, he'll have a new show called Sister Wives. Oh, come on. And he'll have both of his sisters. I'm joking, Robin. Tony, no, I'm just saying that you you screw up your your biatches every now and then. Absolutely I do. Uh, No, if you're standing next to me, Robin, (laughs) and my sister's standing next to me, I'm going to know who my sister is on one side. And even if they switch places, I'm still going to recognize my sister from Robin. Okay. I mean, I, is that safe, safe, safe assumption? Maybe it depends. I mean, it depends right. on many cocktails right, I've exactly. had. But this is this is the final message to uh, Sleepy Joe. No, not Sleepy Joe. He's in it. He's going to win, by the way. You can forget about all these other primaries and all this other crap. Yeah. Joe Biden is going to be the Democratic candidate. Bernie Sanders won a couple of states last night. He's got no shot because I looked at all the states that are remaining. And, again, I have no horse in the race, no dog in the fight, whatever you want to call it. This is you, simple. You put yourself up for sale for Bloomberg. Yeah, I offer. I said, hey, Mike. I would work for him. Throw 100 grand my way. You threw half a billion dollars away to win America Samoa. <laughs> By the way, he also did win later on the lost island, uh, the lost city of Atlantis. But unfortunately, he had to back out when he finished eighth in Wakanda. Right Wakanda. behind Wakanda. Joe, right behind Bernie Sanders, who obviously couldn't attract the Wakanda vote and had to bail out. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. And for you, and I want to thank all the radio stations and television stations. You know what happened? You know who the biggest loser is in all of this? Mm-hmm. The Mike Bloomberg pulling out of the presidential yes. race? Every single Every radio television TV. station and radio station where he threw $500 million to buy nonstop ads 24-7. You couldn't watch anything. You couldn't even watch the Discovery Channel without seeing a Mike I, Bloomberg I was hoping ad. that he was going to approach us at some point. Yes. Yeah. Do the deal! Exactly. <laughs> So now here's what's going to happen because I get a lot of you know, tweets. Well, you know, he did help the economy. He helped radio and television stations. God bless him. Oh, yeah. But now that that money is no longer going to be there every day, the local radio and national networks and television and radio stations are going to have to start firing people because of the loss of income that was, that was provided by Mike Bloomberg. He started $500 million. I know. Incredible. And you know what's going to happen? These radio and TV stations are going to say, shit. We're not going to make as much money now. Let's start firing people. Sell, man. Sell, sell, sell. sell. I told you we shouldn't have committed everything, you asshole. Sell, sell. (laughs) It's bad. It's bad. So the last song I'll play for for Joe. Not Joe. I keep thinking of Joe. I'm getting like Joe, you notice? Bloomberg. But at least I acknowledge that my brain is aging. And I have to get some of that stuff that's made by uh, Jellyfish. You know those ads? Prevagen. Prevagen. It's the stuff that's supposed to make your brain oh, work yeah. better. I know someone who ate jellyfish. Really? Uh-huh. It's a little too uh, chewy for me. Yeah, sort of like calamari. When you get the... You, you get the I, don't know. I didn't know that you could you eat, eat it. I, you can't I mean, eat you jellyfish. Can, you can eat jellyfish. Come no, on, you man. you can eat calamari. You can eat jellyfish. You cannot eat jellyfish. They're a gelatinous glob. 
And some now I've had some gelatinous globs. Every once in a while, you got to mix one in. You know, <laughs> look, it's 3 p.m. Miss America's not walking in. Tom. <laughs> As Joe Namath once said. But for uh, for many, Mike Bloomberg, you fell short, my friend. But everybody already knew that. Let's play this song wait, for wait, him. Wait, wait, just just really quick. Some species of jellyfish are suitable See? for human consumption. The more you know. Oh, yes. I think everybody's washing them out of our hair. This is also from South Pacific. Yes, it is. It's very appropriate. No wonder he won American Samoa. Exactly. I'm going to wash that man right out of my arms. I'm going to wave that man right out of my arms. So, Minnie Mike Bloomberg, thank you for enriching the broadcast medium with over $500 million in ads. Unbelievable. And let's be honest, I don't, you know, again, I had no, I wasn't rooting for Bloomberg, Bernie, uh, Biden, Liz, any of these people. Because I, I don't have any control over it. We're not even voting here. I just watch like everybody. But the one thing about political elections, because I have, I mean, I'm a political science major. Correct. So I follow, when it gets to presidential elections, I don't follow like the local crap that goes on. There's elections every six months all over the country. The bottom line is, when it's a presidential year, you know, you pay attention. Yeah. And it's he a big deal. He wouldn't let me change the channel last night. I didn't I even want to watch it. But then I, got, I started seeing that Biden was like winning all these states. I'm like, wow, you know what? Bernie is done. And I'm not a Bernie bro, I'm not a Bernie hater, and I don't care who you vote for or who you root for. I just find this stuff fascinating. But you're, you're seeing right now that it's getting down to the needy-greedy man. We're going to get down to the needy-greedy man. But what I think, again, and my final thoughts on this Polynesian Wednesday, some enchanted Wednesday, I think of one of the all-time great. And there have been a lot of Polynesian players, mm-hmm. Tongans, you know, by Sikahama, they're not all American Samoans, though. Remember, you can be from difference. you can be from the South Pacific region. Correct. You can be Tongan, Fiji, Maori, Fijian, Maori, even like New Zealand. There's Maoris, um, and, but the, there's very few American Samoans that we can all look at. And you know who the be- the greatest American Samoan athlete? Because this is about sports first and foremost. You know who I'm talking about, right, Robin? I do. There's one man and one man I alone do. when I think of great Samoans, and that is the throwing Samoan, Jack Thompson. Robin, bring it up, please. It's on. Is there a cooler nickname than the throwing Samoan? You also have music on still, Tony Bruno. All right, let me stop it right here. See, I'm not capable of doing multiple things. I'm not like Luigi, where I can do the phone, and do the text board, and all that other stuff. Yeah, I still it's mess up. It's not on up. Spotify, Tony. It is on. It's Amazon, on your Amazon Music. I got 62 music channels now. <laughs> I need a record player. I need Joe Biden to get me an old record player so I can keep track of this. Let's go back again and relive the greatest American Samoan in the national. Ball League. And you know who that man is, Robin, don't you? Jack Thompson. Samoan. Is there a cooler nickname than the throwing Samoan? Jack Thompson took his talents to Pullman, Washington, and a legend was born. The records he set there? Where to start? Passes, plays, yards, touchdowns, When he was finished, he was a first-team All-American. 
one of only two football players to have his number retired at Wazoo. When told he would be honored by the Polynesian Football Hall of Fame, what did Jack Thompson do? He passed. <laughs> passed the attention to his former Cougar teammates. Jack Thompson was the third overall pick in the 1979 NFL Draft. Third overall. Let that sink in. Thompson played six seasons in the NFL. His biggest play came long after his playing days. In 2009, Thompson quarterback Phil the Helmet, a relief mission of sorts to provide much needed assistance to those in American Samoa affected by a tsunami. When it came time to help his fellow Pacific Islanders, Jack Thompson, one of the most prolific passers in college football history, didn't pass on the responsibility. And that's a Hall of Fame move. The great Jack Thompson, ladies and gentlemen. And Luigi Curto, again, a man who does not understand the history of the National Football Nor League. Nor does he care because he's on his phone exactly. the entire not time. I'm looking up Jack Thompson is what I was doing. There's a bunch of Jack Thompsons, but Jack Thompson, the throw-in Samoan. When I, it's because, a great nickname, though. But because, yeah, because he set all the records at Washington State. But he is now, people are now on the, twi on the Twitch stream talking about all of these other different. No, America, you have to be born in America Samoan. Being a Pacific Islander yeah, can be you can be from all that region. But as far as the actual island of America Samoa, because there's regular Samoa, right. and then there's American Samoa, correct, which is in the same area. It's another island, but it's the American Samoa is actually part of America. Samoa. It's an American territory uh, with fifty five thousand uh, inhabitants. It's like it's like Guam is an American territory, correct. even though it's out there in the Pacific Ocean. Well, Guam is closer to Japan. Like, if you were leaving from California and you were flying to Japan, it's almost a straight shot and it's closer to Japan. Let's get the globe out again and send yeah, I, I need Samoa. I need Samoa uh, Actually, I need no. a Samoa cookie now, right. but I'm on keto. By the way, I have a keto update oh, while we're no. breaking this down. How many days in, Robin? Two and a half days in. Three. Three, technically. Four. Did we do it Sunday? Yeah. Not Sunday morning. Did we start? So, three yeah. days in. I started at 219.6 pounds when I weighed myself before starting. 219.6. This morning, when I awakened, I stepped on the scale. How much do I weigh now? With, now, you can go over. This isn't, uh, this isn't the price is right. You can actually go, go over the actual retail weight. 216.3. Ooh, that's close. 216.6. Oh! Exactly three pounds lost in under three days, ladies and gentlemen. Now, and this ain't no bullshit. This is the facts. Now, Tony actually, one of the mornings he cheated and had uh, a biscotti. Because uh, I didn't have any. And he lost, that's what he lost. Now, I did not cheat at all. Guess how much I've lost. 4.3 pounds. Uh, 1.6. You obviously do not know how a woman's body works. <laughs> 0 0.03 <laughs> <Yes>. ounces. <laughs> I lost 0. 0.2 ounces. <laughs> oh, yeah, but those ounces are gone, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> gone forever. Oh, it's so unfair. Yeah, Tony's like, yeah, but uh, yeah, you need to get up and move. I'm like, Tony, you and I have had the exact same lack of movement. No, I don't. I get up. I can't sit here for nine straight hours. I got to get up and move. That's such bull. No, it's not. I'm outside walking. I'm doing stuff. I'm going up and down the steps. I'm cleaning poop. I'm wiping up pee. <laughs> what are you, a janitor? 
Whatever I need to do, I got to do. I'm washing dishes. I'm washing clothes. I'm running up and down. I'm active. And I'll tell you one thing, though, about the keto thing. What's that? The, yesterday morning, the second morning, I, had a, I woke up with a terrible headache. Mm-hmm. And then we we're finding out from Robin's daughter who did keto. You're hungry? You're just hungry? That it's, it's your body becoming adjusted to not having carbs. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't had a piece of bread. Yeah, they call it like the keto flu after like three or four days of being on is there keto. An, is there a, you know, they, the difference between the keto flu and the coronavirus, you can... You can fix the keto zoo by making a nice big bowl of pasta. Exactly, right. And some bread, and you get some garlic and olive oil, and you dip it in there with the balsamic. Ah, pasta. I made a nice pasta primavera last night with scallops and everything. Oh, that's all good for you, pal. Oh. It was good. It was good. Oh, good for you. Damn right. Get to the gym and kick kick your ass, Bruno. I'm going to, now that the weather's finally going to change, winter's over, I'm not going to be sitting in here every damn day. I'm getting outside. I would ride my bike, but it was stolen by drug addicts in our neighborhood where we don't even have a safe injection site, but they're still roaming around at night looking to break into cars to get drug money. You know what? I think I'm going to have a camera on Luigi's phone throughout the entire show. We should get it sponsored. Yeah, that's So it. that we can see how many times he picks up the phone. It's unfreaking believable. It set the over, set the over under every single day. It's more than I had super yesterday because we went way under. Super. Super Tuesday. Remember we super. played? Super. 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 It was the French woman. Super. 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 And I thought we were going to go way over. And I believe if, a, you have, if, you, if you had the under, you were cashing tickets, Exactly. It's like, the, it's like XFL betting. Yep. The numbers were way too high in the beginning, and everybody was banging the over, and then they were going under every day, every game. But yesterday, we started off strong. But like most old guys, like Joe Biden and uh, fizzled out late, and man. Bernie Sanders, you get tired later on, right. and you lose the alacrity and the uh, the excitement. You know what I mean? It's like it's like the it's like the late great Bernie Mac once said, three minutes. It's all the fuck you get. It's all the fuck I got. That is one heavyweight round bout. Now, by the way, for people who are wondering who did the narration to that great Jack Thompson video, Neil Everett. You know who Neil Everett is a Sports Center anchor. Yes. Neil Everett doing a great job with the narration of the great Polynesian Hall of Famer, Jack Thompson, the throwing Samoan. Cincinnati Bengal fans. I mean, we're not talking about a guy who played in the 40s with leather helmets. No, he played in the 70s. Played in the late 70s. Late 70s, early 80s. He was drafted in 79, so he played in the 80s. So it's not like ancient history. But, you know, there's another great guy who's an American Samoan uh, athlete. Not just an athlete. The coach of Navy. And The Rock. The Rock is but also the, the, Samoan. The Rock is not from Samoa, Robin. His, well, his mother. His mother is Samoan. He, so he is technically, he has dual citizenship. He's Pacific Islander. He, his father was something else. His mother was full-blooded Samoan, American Samoan. That's fine, but a Rock technically does not count himself as a Samoan. If it, but see, I'm looking at, you have to be born in America, Samoa. Like, I'm Italian, but I wasn't born in Italy. My mother was born in Italy. I'm born here. Does that make me a Sicilian? No. If my mother had had me in Sicily before she moved here a couple years before, then I would be Sicilian-American. So technically I'm an American-Italian because I was born in American soil. Technically you're a greaseball, but that's what we all are. (laughs) Hey, hey. Hey, what's the matter with you? Hey. So anyway, so Ken Niumataolo. You know who he is? Who the fuck is that What do you mean? He's the coach of Navy. He's a Samoan. He's an American Samoan. One of the great college football coaches. I have no idea who that 
You are you heard of Navy? Yeah. The Naval Academy yes. down there in Annapolis. Yes, I don't bet they on play Navy. Army every year yeah. in the Army Navy yes. game, mostly they, in this city, right? About I two know miles who from they there. are. I watched half the game this year. Jesus. I, I just didn't know the coach. Excuse me for not knowing who Navy's coach was. You know who else is Samoan? Who? Even though he was born here. Roman Reigns, okay. WWE champ. You know what his real name is? Uh Bob Backlund. No. Bob <laughs> Backlund. <laughs> I have no idea what. That is great. That's actually when, when Bob Backlund was the WWF then champion, uh-huh. that's when wrestling went from here to boom. What was his finishing move? I don't remember. But Bob Backlund was a clean cut, you know, a actually a real wrestler. Yeah. Not that these other guys aren't real wrestlers. Cross they rest- face chicken wing. That is great, great <laughs> chicken wing. That's my golf swing, actually. I got my uh, Tinder name chick- and my golf swing. Cross face chicken cross wing. Face- so anyway, so Bob Backlund, that's when everything went down. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, wh- wh- who brought it back and made it once again spectacular? Uh, I would leave it to this man right here. There was a whole bunch of guys, but one guy and one guy alone. Order to jalapeno. Well, he was part of it. But from Tampa, Florida. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Well, Bob Backlund came back a little bit, too. He yeah, came but back. Bob Backlund didn't, wasn't, didn't have sizzle. He was a good yeah, champion. No. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Macho Those, Man. Macho Man. Randy Savage. Ricky the managers. Shawn Michaels. Then you had all the managers who were characters. Mm-hmm. Captain think, Lou Albano. I mean, the list goes on. I and think on my and little on. brother had one of those Hulk Hogan pillows. I had the wrestling ring bed. My bed was a wrestling. <laughs> no ring. way. Yes, <laughs> yes it was a, it, in my room. I took up the. How many room. suplexes did you apply to a young Mayfair girls up in the day? Up there? <laughs> I got put a few camel clutches. <laughs> the, uh, I had well, all the camel toes in there too. I, of course, I had all the wrestling buddies in there. Oh, it was the best. At it, it, it four posts, it was awesome. The wrestling, the, the, the wrestling bed was the shit, man. And by the way, I grew up in the Bruno San Martino. Do they still sell wrestling beds? Look at it. Yeah. That was what I had, the old school one. Dude, I got to get one for uh, little Dominic Vincent Bruno. It's a great, it was a great bed, man. There it is. The wrestling bed. That was bed. Luigi's bed. But mine was a WWF old school, man. But that was, like a, that was just a regular single bed, right? No, it was like a it was like a king size bed. That wasn't bring. a king size bed. I had a king size bed. What kid bed? has a king size bed? I had a. Well, my parents spoiled me when I was little. Don't <laughs> Jesus. You know what? You know what a wrestling bed is to me. Any mattress that I can find anywhere. <laughs> Divorce court. <laughs> WrestleMania was it? This one is WrestleMania the old one? one. It was very very old. Oh yeah. WWF symbol in the middle. Yeah, but did you ever eat in that wrestling bed? I did everything in that bed. What did you have? Oh, for example, Give ordered me a-, a jalapeno burger, <laughs> a chicken fried steak sandwich, <laughs> a chili cheese dog with extra onions, <laughs> French fries, <laughs> tater tots, <laughs> washed it down with one beer, <laughs> two beers, <laughs> three beers, <laughs> a shot of whiskey. A margarita <laughs> and a bloody Mary. You know that they're. Oh wait, is, is that keto w- friendly? By the way, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> is this at 1985 vintage ring wrestling bed right here? He doesn't remember. He How old was were you? That was probably was that right there. Right yeah. here. Did you have a turnbuckle? Could you go George the Animal Steel and rip the, uh, the 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 packing out of the the turnbuckle like he used to do? Remember no, George to, the to, Animal Steel? I used to wipe off one when I was. That was my. That's why George the Animal Steel. That era. Listen, there's a lot of great entertainers in sports. 
But George the Animal Steel was the greatest. Yeah, Because this guy was like a, a brilliant man off out of the ring. And then he would get in there and go crazy, and he'd start shaking it. That's back when you could say crazy. Like, there was a wrestler that I used to go watch on the Channel 48 tapings up near where my sister lives on 26th Street when you're going toward the airport. It's now like a... Uh, uh, an advertising yeah, billboard. Yeah, it's weird. It's like this weird... It's a, where, it's a little building that now is an advertising billboard place. That's where they used to tape the wrestlings that they would show on Saturday mornings. So guys like Crazy Luke Graham. Crazy Luke Graham. Crazy okay. Luke Graham. And so when the audience started screaming, Crazy Luke, Crazy Luke, which you could never do today, he starts like shaking his head and looking around right. and freaking out. And then he would go crazy. Not Crazy Eddie, because he did sell everything. Or Crazy Marty. Crazy Marty was crazy. No, Crazy crazy Marty was Big Marty. Okay. It was Crazy Eddie because his prices were insane. Because he was stealing shit. (laughs) Exactly right. There he is right here. Crazy Luke Graham? Uh Uh-huh. There he is. Look at Crazy Luke Graham, man. This guy was the shit. Let me tell you right now. This is one wrestler. You can say, you can call people Crazy Luke. And he would get in there, mild manner, then all of a sudden... People, it's sort of like people now when they talk about politics. You mention something, you mention like Trump, and they become crazy Luke Graham. Is he the blonde? Yeah, he's the big, tall, blonde dude. He had the big goatee. He had the blonde hair. And then when he started to, when he would struggle a little bit, the crowd would start the chant. Dean says that Mr. Fuji would throw salt in your eyes, supposedly. Exactly. Those were the good old days. We need to bring that shit back. At least he wasn't throwing MSG in them. No. <laughs> <laughs> Now they throw coronavirus at each other exactly. and see if they can live. Superstar, but, but Crazy Luke, he wasn't a big star, though. That's my point. Right, he was just like a, superstar Billy right, Graham. He was a yeah. French guy, but he was great. No, he was tremendous. And remember, these were the local wrestling events that they would tape. These weren't on major networks. They were like on Channel 48, a UHF channel, on Saturday mornings. So anyway, that's a little wrestling knowledge. But back to Samoans for a second before we get to the rest of the business, yo. Just so that you know, Luigi did grab his phone again right now. Exactly. I was Dean from Tampa. Doesn't matter. You tell that son of a bitch. <laughs> if he wants to talk, you talk on the damn Twitch board. There is this thing called you do not You see need me to picking up phone calls during the right show? Away. Somebody texts me? Tony, you don't text back anybody. Ever. Well, that's true. But that, <laughs> especially <laughs> during the show. Ever. <laughs> Ever. But the only people who contact you during the show are like, Hi. We, this is an apology call from your insurance. No, it's not. Your, it's like, hey, we have, you have, uh, what's the one, the secret, the uh, social security scam? Oh, my God. Your social security card. You, we are going you're, to, you're, I don't even want to. I know. Your, your social security number has been suspended. Exactly. And it, um, uh, this is officer so-and-so contacting you. You need to respond immediately because there is a warrant out for your arrest. I know, your damn. social security number has been associated with multiple felonies. And, I mean, it just goes on and on and Robin, on. Robin, you, you thief, you crook. I know. By the way, Roman Reigns, to wrap up our wrestling segment of the show. The Ati Joseph Joe Anoaki. That's Roman Reigns' real Again, name. Did you know really? that? You do not need to respond. He is to addicted. Every this man. Sin- I'm take we need phone. a safe I- phone service building. Forget about safe injection sites. We need to open a little. Let's buy an abandoned warehouse and bring in all of the people in this city because we can't really fit the entire country here. And we're going to put everybody who can't get off their phones for more than thirty seconds and lock them in this goddamn warehouse. And shut the son of a... And lock the door. 
We'll put him in there at 8 o'clock in the morning until 5 o'clock, just like it works, 9 know, to 5. Do you Have you seen those little, um, in high schools, they make these like little safe bags that, that students have to put their phones in until the end of the school day. That's what we need. We need that down here. Didn't I tell you that the phone in my limousine is busted and I can't get in contact with my bitches? That's <laughs> why I'm on my phone. You're trying to get in contact with your bitches during a two-hour radio show? It's the only show? damn drop I had that worked there. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, worked that, was, that was a good drop. It was perfect that, for that the situation. Thank you. But that doesn't get you off the hook from the rest of the bullshit. Dean's over here texting me now saying, this is actually good content for the show. Keep picking it up. <laughs> By the way, this, is, the thing, all, this is all heavily rehearsed and prepared before I, the show. The Don't try this yourself at home. If you're going to start a podcast in your own basement or in your mom's basement, you got to have a preparation. that You just can't wing this shit. Dumpster <laughs> fire. It is a dumpster now, fire. Now, Bob from Valley Forge, no, we can't put him in the bathroom and leave him in there. Put him but in we the can put the phone in the bathroom. I'm going to smash. Leave. I'm going to take that phone and go Hillary Clinton on that thing. I'm going to get a hammer. I'm going to smash it and throw it on the floor. Fair enough. Jesus. I'm just reading the Twitch stuff. It's fun. The Twitch stream is good. That's fine. That's part of the show. No, it's people, great. The people on the Twitch stream are the audience. No, this is, I mean, this is instant gratification uh, segment or, or the idea that you have to, like if somebody texts you, oh my God, I need to get back to them right away because God forbid they have to wait an hour or so until the show is over until you respond to them. There is no need. What if it's my mother? Does your, even, what what Robin's, mom, Robin's mom calls every day, realizing we've been doing this show for a year, and she still calls. But she's got an excuse. She's 80 years old. If my mother were to call me or text me, I would wait until after the show. It's a weird concept. What's your mo- your mother lives two hours There's from a woman here. talking in my ear about something that has nothing to do with what What's your mother going to call you and say, hey, Luigi, I made some... Uh, some homemade stuff Friday, Sunday. You want to come over for ravioli? <laughs> Luigi and his cell phone is like the 86 Mets and their cocaine. It's like the what? It's, the 80s, it's like the 86 Mets and their cocaine. Exactly. But one of the great lines is because Twitter was blowing up. But I, I was on Twitter having fun with the, with the election. I turned the Sixers on. But, but once, once Mike Bloomberg won America Samoa, all kinds of jokes. <laughs> right. I mean, they were writing themselves. And then the best line uh, is a guy who's a comedian on there, and he's very, really funny. And he wrote, if Mike Bloomberg wanted to waste a half a billion dollars, why didn't he just buy the Mets? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> See, now that's the kind of content I love. That's good stuff. That's funny. That's, that's, yeah. that's you funny turn, stuff. That's how you turn political hackery into humor and sarcasm. That's funny stuff. I like that. By the way, did the Sixers cover the number? You know what nope. the final score was? They won by lost by 13. The Lakers covered, baby. And what was the number? 12. Exactly. So if you laid the number last night and Shake Milton didn't shake it up last told night. You to, what did he end up going? I think he had like 12 points. I'm curious. Because I said he'd have a, I said he'd have 11 points on like three of 21 shooting. So I'm curious. And again, I'm not rooting had. against the kid. But, you know, he's playing against Anthony Davis and LeBron. I said Davis would have close to 50 last night. So I, I, I'm did curious. He? I don't know. We're curi- I'm curious to see what he had. This one guy, Levert, had like 51 points yeah. against the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he, did he have a couple hit songs? Jared Levert. Jared Levert. Remember Gerald Levert? Uh, I want to get the box. Gerald with, with a G or J? G. I think there was a great hit. The game did Hawks. go over, though. It was 220 and a half. It went over. It went well, one guy had 51 points. Oh, Anthony Davis scored 37. So. Oh, yeah. no, no, you're, not talking about the, you're not talking about the Nets-Celtics game. No, I'm talking about the Lakers and the Sixers. Okay, That's yeah. what I'm talking Gerald about. Gerald Levert had a lot of music. I know he is. That's one. When I saw Levert drops 51 
And you saw what happened at the end of the Celtic game, right? Shake Milton, 4 9, 12 points on 4 of 9 shooting. So, yeah, so yeah. again, but he didn't play a lot. Bruno's he didn't play line. extended minutes. Once again, Brett Brown was trying to throw everything out there. And then they ran a zone against LeBron, and LeBron just broke right through it and had like 14 assists. Yep. Right? Yeah, come on, man. This is panty dropping. This is me. this is like your your song. This is called Mr. Too Damn Good. Yeah. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yes. I like uh I'm more of a uh, Clarence Carter backdoor Santa kind of no, guy. No, listen, That's this it. is this is smooth R and B, baby. Crank it up, up. Yeah. I good. <laughs> Does he, he plays for the... Uh, now, you told me I couldn't play drops over this, so why can you do that? Because, because it, it's Tony's because this show. Is a bit, this isn't a planned bit where we're, we, we just brought... I just brought up Jared right, LaVert. Because I saw some dude named LaVert, and therefore, what do I think of? Look at this guy. Come on, man. What's the matter with you? So white. Come on, man. Let this keep going, man. Let, let this ride out. I didn't know he was playing for the Nets. <laughs> What's it? Chris? Is it Chris LeVert, Carl LeVert? It's Gerald, Gerald LeVert. No, the person who plays for the Nets. I have no idea who plays for the Nets. Whoever he is, he dropped 51 on the Celtics last night. And did you see the end of the game? No. Mr. Too Damn Good for You. Marcus you Smart had to be held back. He was going after the officials. Marcus Smart's got a little crazy in a man. Yeah, he ain't smart he, at no, all. No, he ain't smart at all. Marcus Smart will come at you, bro. You got it. Did you see the tape? Did you not watch any of the highlights? Where have you been? I don't have cable. Trevor from the 203. Jason. <laughs> Jason you, Levert. Thank you. I don't have cable. Any relation to Gerald Levert, Jason Levert? You ever seen a girl? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I you mean, you come be- in there. You didn't know Mike Bloomberg bailed out. Where have you been? Not paying attention to that shit because it's, it cripples your mind. But it's not about following politics. Tony, it's Tony, about Tony. knowing the big story. I, I have to defend Luigi here. Normally, I would not, as you well know. But this, in this particular case. <laughs> Hang on a second. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on a second. We are very proud of the fact and happy that he is no longer on Twitter because it's better for his mental health. Absolutely. And because of the fact that he's not on Twitter, he doesn't have cable and he doesn't get a newspaper. How would he know? Well, nobody gets a newspaper anymore. Who spends a dollar? I get my political news by listening to you scream. I I don't get political news. I do humor. How would he know anything that's going on in the world without those three things? I live in my own world. (laughs) He's He's got the phone in his hand. Guess what's available in that little, little thing that you can't put down? He doesn't go on a news site. You don't have to go on the news sites. Where else would he get the information? Look at, how would, look at the how would that information? left and right. I want to be one of those people no. losing my no. shit. No, no. How would that, but how you're would... an NBA gambling degenerate. You pay attention to the NBA. I, I do. don't. I try. I watched a little of the Sixers game. They they had a great first half, and then but they they blew the doors off. My entire life. It. But that's what you when you do a show, you have to have content. I understand. You have to know what happened the night before. I know the players. Do you? I didn't know it's Karen. Okay. It's Levert. I wouldn't know Karen. I only know Gerald Levert. You know why? Because Gerald Levert is great. Who the hell is Karis Levert? He came over. You know to what trade we say? Jason. You know what? You know what I would say when somebody said, "Hey, Karis Levert." Had 51 points for the net. It's exactly what 99.9% of America is saying this morning or this afternoon. Who the hell is Karis LeVert? This is what makes for good content the infighting. It's fun. You're not hearing this on ESPN Get Up in the morning. No. You're not hearing Stephen A. Smith go off on Karis LeVert. I've been hoodwinked, bamboozled. Exactly. (laughs) 
Let astray. Let astray. Don't forget, let yeah, astray. Let astray is the best one. Have we heard? I uh, got it right here. Let's hear it. Let's see. What's Stephen A. on Karis LeVert? Stephen A. We've been hoodwinked, bamboozled, led astray, run amok, run amok. and flat out deceived. Exactly right. <laughs> By the way, LeVert finished his finished with a career high fifty one points. Wow. He is the second Nets player to have a fifty point game this season. Guess Ky- who the other? Uh, Kyrie Irving. Exactly. Who else no, do exactly. they have? Can you name three Nets? Uh, I didn't even ask you for five. I asked you for three New Jersey, New York Nets, whatever well, the hell. Well, is one. Well, you have a New Kyrie Irving's two. You wouldn't have even known if, if I had. If Joe Harris, uh, Kevin Durant. He doesn't, How, play, he doesn't play, though. Well, I don't know. Although Kevin Durant. Josh Allen. Kevin Durant. Did, Jason Allen. Excuse me, Jason Allen. Kevin Durant did get more uh, delegates than Mike Bloomberg last night, and he's been sitting on the bench all year. See, Michelin, Tennessee. Luigi could get a job in sports doing talk radio in Knoxville with no show prep. Half of them don't do any anyway. So <laughs> well, that's most sports. But see, even though we're just doing a, when I say just, I prepare for the show. I don't even like the NBA. I don't even watch the stinking NBA. It loses in the ratings. The only NBA weekend game that got better ratings than the XFL was the one with the Pelicans and LeBron. Yeah, of course, which it should have. Because but it was... the rest of the games don't don't draw flies. NASCAR blew away the NBA this weekend. Well, NASCAR, NASCAR I, I guarantee you, NASCAR go- blew away the NBA this weekend. Not based solely, but based majorly on the fact that there was a huge wreck the week before. No, that was three so, weeks ago. Still, man, but that was the last race. That's not why people watch. They watch NASCAR because they have a fan base. And so I look at the TV ratings. NASCAR event, the one that was out in Sonoma, California, by the way. Yeah. Wow. They move, you know, they go to every week they race. Now that they that, race that sometimes twice twice a week, depending on them, you know, with the gas mileages. Adrian's Adrian Z06. Now that, that's pretty interesting. Lavert had 14 going into the fourth quarter and he got 50. He scores 37 in the fourth quarter alone. That's impressive, man. That's you know, impressive. I know that the uh, that Karis Lavert had a big night. How do you know? I saw all the Celtic fans going crazy on Twitter. Oh, I saw what's his name the, about from the Ringer. Ringer, the guy who runs the Ringer, the biggest Boston Celtic fan in the world. Not aware. Are you serious right now? I am, Clark. I can't even think of his name right now. Bill's the Bill's uh, Bill Simmons. Oh, Bill. Si- okay, Bill okay. Simmons. Yeah. There's no bigger Boston Celtic or Boston yeah, sports honk. No, no. And I know Bill. I work with him at ESPN. He's a great guy and a great success story. But when when the Celtics lose in overtime and allow at home, by the way, and allow Karis Levert to torch their asses, you know Celtics Nation is going to go ape shit, right? Should you be losing to the Nets? Should no. anybody be losing to the Brooklyn Nets no. right now? No, not right now. They lost 129 to 120 in overtime. What's the Nets record right now? Uh, it's not good. I can pull it up for you real quick. Hold on. I got the NBA page up right here now. Let's get this. Let's get the record. Let's get the records here. You got it? I got the records right uh, here. Get, put the needle on the record. Let me though. put the needle on the record. When I see Levert scores 51, I had no idea. And I'm like a lot of people. Especially older, more mature, understanding of all the different genre of music, smooth R&B, Gerald LeVert. That's where my brain goes. You know what I'm saying? I hate Gerald LeVert. Tony's brain is... Or in other words, Tony's brain is slowed down a little. I'm going Joe Biden on you here now. <laughs> just, a just a little. I'm going Joe Biden. Karis LeVert, I'm, wa- I'm watching it. Just, I'm, like, I'm watching the meter just drop as he talks. Just drop <laughs> as he talks. Wait I'm like, get to it, T. Get to it. Karis LeVert. Chill. Gerald LeVert, you 
make the call. I'm going to go. Alcoa presents Alcoa, you, you make the, the call. call. Let's put a poll up. <laughs> <laughs> the midday poll here on uh, the Tony Bruno Show. Karis LeVert. Now, you're Cheryl New Levert. York, New Jersey, Brooklyn, Yets. Yes. 27 and 34. And if the season were to end right now, they'd be the seventh seed. Really? The Brooklyn they would get Nets, in? Yeah. The, the, the Orlando Magic would get in if the season yeah, were to end magic, today. Yeah, the Magic would get in. But the Magic are 27 and 38. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Brooklyn Nets are 27 and 33. They are the seventh seed. Guess who's right in front of the Brooklyn Nets in the sixth seed? Uh, the Indiana Pacers. No, your team, your, your town, town, your Philadelphia your 76ers. Your 76ers, and obviously they're way ahead of them. I mean, the Sixers are 37 and 25. They suck on the road. They're 9 and 23. They're 28 and 2 at home, obviously. But the Nets, right now, would be in the playoffs. So are the Orlando Magic. The Wizards are knocking on the door at 22 and 38. Jesus. And then you look at the rest of these. Look at these teams that are out of the playoffs right now in the NBA in the East. Wizards, Charlotte Hornets, Chicago Bulls. We know they suck. Detroit Pistons, the Knicks, the Atlanta Hawks, and the Cavaliers. Well, the Hawks are in a complete rebuild. Yeah, but, and the Cavaliers. Rebuild. The Atlanta Hawks are 19 and 44. And the Cleveland Cavaliers are 17 and 44. Ah, that, good, ladies and gentlemen, the good old process days, baby. Is your National Basketball Association playoff preview? Who says we don't talk NBA on this show? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I want to point something out. Tony. <laughs> Luigi's had to resort to putting his hands in his pockets. I know. We're so going to have to handcuff him. Touches. We're going to cuff him behind his back. <laughs> but I got a secret weapon. What? Gen 5 Apple Watch, baby. I'm going to bust that iPhone watch, too. That iWatch. <clears throat> I'll take your eye, ear, nose, and throat watch and bust that I just think it's up. so funny because he was like, <laughs> I, I saw him. He was His hands were like. And then he put him in his Mind your business, man. Pay attention. To <laughs> that, that would be like me having my hands behind my back and trying to talk. Oh, God. I couldn't you, do it. You couldn't do it. I'm like it. Beto O'Rourke, except I can't skateboard. But anyway, I mean, so. they're in my pockets, but they keep moving up and down. <laughs> oh, you, no. got the, you got those, uh, you got those uh, warm-up pads yeah, on, right? Yeah, I'm going to the gym afterwards. So. Jim who? The gym. No, I know. Jim who. <laughs> you like movies about gladiators? The <laughs> hell was that? Unfortunately, Tony, you and I have completely lost track of Jim. We have not seen Jim for a long time. I don't need no stinking Jim. I'm going to get my barbells out of the storage unit, which I just paid another $96 for for no apparent reason. What are, what are we going to do? We, we need to do it. You guys know, keep saying, oh, Robin, because uh, I can't go to the storage. Let me I give know. a storage unit update right now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Let me give you... A storage, storage unit <laughs> update. No, that was it right there. That was the update. Tony hit it by accident. <laughs> I'm so... P- I'm let me fighting for my fucking life. Yo, kill me with this. So we have now lived in this house for four years. How many years right now? How many? Four. And four I... years we've been in this house from the apartment. And so we move everything into this house, but this house is smaller. We had a lot of shit. The storage unit where all the shit that we really don't need has been sitting in has been costing $100 a month well, I'm, for four years. Let's I do the math here. Wait, I went in there several times and got rid of a bunch of stuff. It went from a, two units to one unit, and it's down to a much smaller, smaller unit. unit. Right. Well, and, yeah, the much smaller but, unit, which now is $96 a month. And we so need to imagine go before that, it was over well over $100. Yep. So I'm want, I, want, I want all of those Storage Wars people, if you're watching and I know you are, Brandy and the other dude with the bald head. I want the guy who says, yeah. I want the gambler in there, man. I want the gambler I need, I need in, there. in there. Buddy. And that's that, that uh, hey, that Tony Bruno uh, 
That's a $20 bill all day in my store. Is it signed? Look at so this. let me do the math here, and I apologize. I got to bring out my calculator. Let me excuse me while I uh, excuse me while I whip, me while I whip this out. Let's do, <laughs> Let's do the math right now, ladies and gentlemen. Do the math. Remember, I'm not Mike Bloomberg rich, where I don't give a shit about anything. What happened to my phone? It's not even. Wrong. We'll play get the money for you. Get the money, baby. Let's do a little math on the air, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying to save people money. I'm trying to show you. You can't even about... turn your damn phone on. <laughs> my phone just my phone went off. I'm going off, it's too. It's revenge for my phone. <laughs> my phone's it's playing with... It's a signal. Yes, it is. Right. Thankfully, I have somebody who can do simple math. Oh, I got it. What is it? Yeah, so if it's 12 months in a year, yeah. that's 1,200 a year. Correct. Two years would be 2,400. Correct. Three years would be 3,600. 3, right. Four years is how much? $4,800. $4,800. You know what I could do with $4,800? I could travel the world. Well, I could before the coronavirus. <laughs> right. I could have gone around the world. I could have been on every cruise ship. I could have gotten coronavirus and been cured after being in quarantine for a couple of months. $4,800. Actually, I mean, Dean, yeah, what that's could... one month's alimony payment, goddammit. Fair, <laughs> Fairweather Marvin. <laughs> Fairweather Marthens, you could have bought a used Toyota. I could have bought bidets for the entire neighborhood. I could have bought Luigi a bidet. You get a bidet and you get a bidet? All of our listeners could have gotten bidets. $4,800. Dean could have probably turned that into about, in four years, $4,800 in the stock market. You probably could turn it about twenty grand. Easy. $4,800, that's like one month rent in a one-bedroom apartment in San Francisco. Exactly. Be, we'll find out on the Twitch board. You can get yourself a nice conveniency there. Fairweather Marvin says, that's one month rent in San Francisco. Where? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. In the barrio? For your car, maybe. Yeah, you can't even park your car for less than $4,800 a month. Uh, Julio was selling his car space, not selling it, renting his, his parking car for, space. His parking space for five thousand dollars a month. Five what? grand a month. Five grand Who a month. Who has five grand to, to pay to? to rent uh, have you heard of Silicon Valley uh, and Google and? Uh, those people make way too much money, man. My God, damn right. That's why all the house value. That's why homes that are worth like three hundred thousand are going for three million, because they all have to go to work. They don't want to get on freeway, so they all live in the. Robin's mom lives right in the hub of that. Right in Palo Alto. She does. I know. Like, you can walk to Google. No, I mean, it's crazy. No, her, Facebook is where, her, is where she's My at, right? mom's house is technically smaller space-wise than this house. It's a one-story rancher, three-bedroom. Mm-hmm. You've been um, out there, right? Yeah. Then you stayed there. It's, yeah, you it's stayed not, there. It's, it's, it's a cozy you, cottage kind you, of thing. Do yeah. you know how much that house... I mean, it's it's, it's nothing fancy. There's nothing I mean, fancy about By the way, I love house. it. It's a great little yeah, place. It's a great, great neighborhood. But there's nothing, nothing. Do you know how much that house I know what your is valued at? Yeah, no. Back in the day. Yeah. And I know what she it's paid, worth. She paid $189,000 for it just before my little brother was born, and it is now worth, drum roll, please. Uh, hold on. I have you a got drum, a drum roll. roll. I, have, I, I got a drum roll. $3.2 million. 3.2. Three $3.2 million. <laughs> That's incredible. Million dollars. That is nuts. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> now she's near Facebook, though, right? Huh? She's near everything. That's near Facebook. Oh, right? it's it's it's, it's Facebook. Like, no, I mean like Facebook, like open up a headquarters there, kind of a thing. Uh, Every, yeah. Luigi and Google. Google's Google. right there. Facebook. Uh, no, I thought Google was closer to, to the city. Not to where no, you're no, okay. Google's right down. That's there. That's why it's called the Silicon Valley, not because women have fake boobs. That's the Silicon Valley. That's right next door. 
That's down in L.A. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Silicon Valley is down in Dean L.A. Dean says you could have invested that 4000 in AMD oh, stock shush, for four years ago really... and now had $47,382. People, people, please, let's not rub it in because he's already on my case enough. Who, so, me? Yes. Well, wouldn't you be – if you sit there and just think of – and every month I say, when are we going to get the damn – I don't care if we put it out of the street. When are we going to get rid of the storage unit? Okay, Luigi, we're doing it this week. No, not, well, this week. Yeah, that's what you say every this time. Week. We this got week. things to do. I got to do go do the bartending thing Saturday. Don't forget. On the weekend, well, we I can go at their show. We yeah. can go during the week, Tony. Yeah. Where are you going to put all the shit? We're going to. What do you mean we're going to put all the shit? We're going to take it out of there. We're going to consolidate the best we can and go from there. Yep. It's got to be empty. There's no. Oh, let's go in there and take a couple we're of boxes out. out. We're going to empty it out. Empty that Luigi, son of. We may have to do a Tony Bruno storage unit sell-off. Everything must go. We just go take the sign from the Oriental rug place. It's been up for 100 years. Going out of business, everything must go. Get Crazy Eddie down here. <laughs> crazy Eddie. His prices are insane. I don't even know what's in there. Do you know what's in there, Tony Robin? Bruno's Tony Bruno's pot. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I can't even get it out right. I can't even get it out right. It's so fucked up. I'm sorry. Never mind. Just know that everything's priced to move. That's, that's it. Did you know the diners? No, I'm getting this. Diners... Drive-ins and dives is going to be at Stogie Joe's Friday filming. I'm going to be there. What am I wearing right here? Stogie Joe's. But you know who's coming to town. That means our boy Guy Fieri is going to Guy be Guy Fieri, I got to get my hair gel ready. Yep. You're going to go to the jail. I'm going to get, get the white tips. And you got to get the sunglasses on the back of your head. I just got my today. How's it look, man? It's pretty what clean, think? man. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty it's nice. clean. Yeah. I didn't go too tight. I didn't get too tight on the <laughs> Is that Dean calling That's in Dean. to try to get me riled up? Tell that bitch to get, get my number out of his phone. No, 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 no. I want. I need some sound financial advice right now. You see, the stock market's volatile. Yeah, it's, it's gone. The stock market's very volatile right now. People are worried about their four hundred one k's. I'm so annoyed. So Dean is on the line right now. I'm and a he senior. Wants to talk- Wait a minute. Let me just set this up. I'm a senior citizen. I'm on a fixed income. I don't have a structured uh, settlement, <laughs> but I do need cash <laughs> now. Get the hat on. Get the hat on. Wait a minute. I got it. Guess who gave me this? Remember we were talking about that commercial the other day. <laughs> J.G. Wentworth, 877 Cash Now. Yes. I said I want to be in the next commercial, and I have the Viking hat. Thanks to Jim Cutler. Hit the F and post 64. Says, have Luigi stand in costume with one of those big signs outside. Exactly. <laughs> Just have the big yes. arrow going this Can way. Can you spin one of those signs, those big arrow signs? Like the yeah, Podesta sure, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go to our, uh, our financial advisor, who is now living on the streets of Clearwater. But if you're going to live on the street anywhere... Why not Clearwater Beach? You go watch a couple of spring training games. You go to Plant City. You can go to Dunedin. You can go to all those sons of bitches down there. Dean, at, at watching the Wall Street desk, and what's going on? And is it going up or down today after Joe Biden emerged? Sideways right now. What, what's up, water buffalo breath? <laughs> <laughs> what up, Dean? The, the stock market is just fine, Tony. Relax. It's not that bad. It's, I mean, it's had a 10% drop off. That's nothing. That's, I know. That's chump change. Um, so, Tony, listen, here's what you need to just do. We, we can just solve this problem right now. You drive Can you drive car. up from Clearwater with a car and help me empty this damn storage unit? Tony, just drive, drive your car to the storage shed. Luigi, you stop at a U-Haul rental place and get a truck that's... The U-Haul rental place is attached. Way. By the way, the U-Haul rental place is attached to the storage well, unit. Well, there you go, so you don't even have to go to extra... Now, here, you divide out and say, okay, this is valuable or this is sentimental. If there's something that, like a sports memorabilia that can be sold, 
you throw that in your car. If there's something sentimental, you throw that in your car. Everything else goes into the truck, goes to goodwill, problem solved, end of subject. But Robin's got like 72 boxes of clothing in there that she'll never wear. I, you know what I have? Like I said, those go to goodwill. I agree. We've been taking a lot of shit to goodwill. And by the way, the only thing I haven't taken are my size 34 waist pants because I'm going to be back in those before the summer. Damn right. My waist Beautiful. will be back down because I had to buy 36s when I put all those weight. But I didn't buy an entire war. I have like three pairs of pants that are 36 waist, and I just wear those same three pairs of pants by the way, all the time. Wait, I, have wait, no, wait, 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 I no longer have any clothes in there. I took all mine out. What's in there, Robin? There's mostly your clothes. I don't have any clothes. Yes, you have cl- I mean... I'll give them all away. I'll, uh, I will give them away to the everybody listeners. Everybody wants to know. You know, this is like I can give so, away partially worn underwear and we stuff. We are losing <laughs> listeners left and right because we are talking no, about not. what we freaking have in our story. This is what, what are you talking about? This is what people... content. Everybody wants to hear about this shit. What am I going to talk about? The NBA again and LeBron? So, Tony, I'm serious. Do you just need to get a rent... Stay in your ground now, Tony. You're, it's your freaking storage unit. Don't worry about Robin, what she gives in. Don't worry about Luigi. Just take what's valuable that sports memorabilia is any and take what's personally, like, sentimental, a few items. I understand that, Dean, but here's the problem. Every time I go to the storage unit, I become triggered. Like, uh, people who... Uh, Whatever they see, Donald Trump talk. Tony gets very overwhelmed by yes. the storage unit because it's got bad. It's a lot of bad memories in there. It's Not bad, that the product in there is bad. There's bad it's, juju. I've been doing this for four years. That's all the more reason to do it. It'll be exactly a nice cathartic. For you to throw this shit away. I want to. The only thing that matters to me right now is when you open up that door, you take the lock off, and you hear that sound. Of yep. <laughs> it's 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 the thing that I need right down here, and I will bring it in here. In fact, I'm gonna go, after the show. I'm gonna go down to the storage unit. No, you're not. Yes, I am. And you know what I want to take out? What? What do I have right in the front when you open the door? Robin? The weights. I have these adjustable weights. They start off at 55 pounds for the entire barbell. The and then you can adjust. Yeah, the Bowflex adjustable tube barbell. They're not barbells. They're they're weights. The dumbbells. Dumbbells. And there's a lot of dumbbells around there, by yeah. the way. And so Guys, you start too. off, you can do 15, and you, you turn it. You've you seen those, Dean? You yeah. turn the knob, really cool. and then it lifts off the right amount of weight. So you don't have to have a rack of 10, 25s, right. 30s, 50s. Convenient. 55 is the most. So you, basically you can do 110-pound curls. You can do nice. and You could do, you know, all kinds. I could do stuff while I'm on the air. In fact, I'm going to bring that home tonight. <laughs> and tomorrow on the show, I will do live curls. How many right. curls will I be able to do on the First show tomorrow? First of all, I'm taking the under because I'm willing to bet that Tony doesn't go to the storage unit at all. I'm going to tell him to take out. I'm and only going to take out my, my Bowflex barbell set. How much is that worth? You just passed it up there I on know, the no, lap. No, 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 I know, but it's not. Hold on. What's the actual retail price of those babies? Tony, when that door opens up, you should start thinking to yourself, every time you pull something out, I just saved 100 bucks. I just saved 100 bucks. Every time you pull something out, I just saved 100 bucks. No, I don't. I don't save 100 bucks. Every month it's in there, I lose 100 bucks. There's I know, not... but if you start pulling it out and empty it and get all that shit out, you're going to save 100 bucks. That's what you need to save. I don't, don't have my chachis in there. I don't even have, like, Christmas decorations. I don't even know what's in there, to be honest with you. I don't it's, know what's totally, in there. Obviously, it can't be that important if it's been sitting in there for four years. Exactly. If you've lived without it for four years, it's, it's 99% trash. I totally like agree, said, Dean. I'm not disagreeing with anybody. Well, I have breaking news. Bruno's storage unit has just checked in. Oh, he has? Yeah. I got to check here. Uh, Bruno's storage got? unit just checked in on the Twitch stream. He says, I own you, Tony. You're not going to come get this <laughs> shit out, and I'm going to keep taking your money. <laughs> 
tweet of the day. In the tweet of the day. Oh, I owe you, Tony. I owe you, Tony. You're not going to come and get this shit out, and I'm going to keep taking your money. It's like Mike Bloomberg over the last four months saying that to the television stations. Oh, my God. That's epic. All right, I'm going to get back to the stock market because it's actually it's a nice day on the stock market. It's up probably, I don't know, last I looked, like 600. So, I mean, we're doing good. Jesus Christ. And speaking of the stock market, Tony, I thought you were going to gonna get in touch with me. I did. I consolidated. But took, I didn't go into your place. It took a while. Not hey, because I don't like your place. But I went into my place. Because he got a deal. He got a deal. Such a deal. With who? Merrill Lynch. Okay. Because you know what I realized? Because I I have a Bank America checking account, right? Bank of America. Mm -hmm. There's like a Bank of America ATM every five feet. Okay. Right? And so if I have my money in there where I pay my bills, and I have a Merrill Lynch account, because I had a Merrill Lynch account, because Merrill Lynch bought, Bank of America bought Merrill Lynch. So I already have Merrill Lynch. So I could put my 401k, which is an IRA, into Merrill Lynch. There you go. And then just do all the dealing in there, have everything in one site and so I don't have to go. And the Merrill go. Lynch looks a, almost exactly like each other. Yeah, one. I mean, it has a great. It's oh, easy yeah, to, it e- easy oh, to navigate. Yeah. So I know you were talking about, you know, I know T, I had TD Ameritrade and all this other stuff. But you're a big Scott. No, I had Scott Trade, which became TD Ameritrade, right? Yeah, it used yep. to be Scott Trade. Now, you're a big, what's the place you E-trade. use? E-Trade. E-Trade. You got to take care of your chicken. Who was it that said that? Take care of your chicken. <laughs> got to take care. Of, you know who said that? Beast mode. Beast mode. Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn right. Lynch was saying that to the younger players. Got to take care of your chicken, man. All right. Well, that's, well that's get back. Good, get know? back to your stocks, Dean. <laughs> See ya. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. See, I didn't get upset, did I? I didn't yell at Steve. You <laughs> <laughs> were this close. I just hate. We- I'm on a fixed income here. All right. I'm collecting Social Security. I'm not making gazillions of dollars. I'm not a well, multi-millionaire. Nice, so we could actually go over there. But I don't you, want no, you going after over After the there. show. No. As soon as the show's over. I don't want you going over no, there. No, I want to go over no, there. No, because I have to deal with your crap. No, then. all I want to do is. <laughs> I can't go right after the show today. Why not? Because I'm going to the gym. Screw the gym. The gym can wait. I gotta, I, you listen. need to lift? We'll, we'll let no, you lift. No, that's not lift. That's manual labor. <laughs> what do you think? What are you going to do in the gym? Stand around and flex? No. You're going to hoist me? You're going to carry anything? I got a whole rack that's 110 pounds. I need more than that, Chico. Just to get started. That is a warm-up. So you come in, you start doing warm-ups with 155-pound curls in each arm. I did arms yesterday. Do arms again today. I'm not doing that. Do backs. Do do curls. Lay on the street. I'll hop out. We lay (laughs) Lay on the street. Car run right over (laughs) you. No, no. It's a closed parking lot. The gate closes. You've been to the storage unit. I have been to the storage unit. And then you just lay down when the big gate closes. You punch in the code. I don't even know what the code is. I couldn't even get in there anymore. Bruno's storage unit. The best. I own you, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. That is the huge tweet of the year. Forget about tweet of the day. I can't handle it. I need to find out who Bruno's storage yeah, unit is. I got to send him something. Yeah, we do. That's send him something it. from the storage yeah. unit. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when we clear that, all he wants gonna... is the $95 a month. Now, there's got to be some room in here we can make. No, there isn't. <laughs> you know, we're going to go, we're gonna go can... to my mom's basement right down the street. <laughs> Put it in there. She's not living in there, and I got a whole damn basement. Half of it's already full of shit. You have air conditioners. I got air conditioners from three houses in there. One of them's mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, so see this is you know why people love this show? Because of this. <laughs> 
Because we're regular people. Right. We're not, I'm not Mike Missinelliing you. I'm not talking down to you. Mike Missinelli doesn't have a storage unit. Mike Missinelli doesn't have a basement. No, because he has like three homes. And he has, you know, he has people he has to help. He has we, slaves. We, we got to go live. He has slaves unit. washing his golf balls in his shoes. You think he cares about you, the common man and women out there? Hell no. He looks down upon people like you. Hey. He hates you. He hates no, every single that. one of you. Tony. What? I'm sorry. Let's get back to sports, <laughs> shall we? Why? Well, there, we do have a hockey update. Yeah, I have me. a hockey update that's absolutely, absolutely mind-boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling. You know me. I love me some hockey. But we have, of course, Flyers and Capitals tonight, Luigi. You going to be locked into that? Um, <laughs> probably not. You Let's take a wild guess. Bastard. Speaking of hemorrhaging, you know, you know I, I just dropped my laundry off that I didn't get done. So I don't have a laundry in my house. You drop it off here? Or you go no, to I, I went to drop it off at the, at the, the, the Chinese bag. laundry? 40 bucks, man. Dude, make sure they don't have any coronavirus. 40 pounds of laundry, Robin. 40 pounds of laundry? I haven't done laundry in two weeks, bro. That's a lot of soiled muldan. I didn't want to bring it there, but I was out of underwear. <laughs> That's a lot of soiled muldan. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight. In Hockey act. action. But there is a troubling story, ladies and gentlemen. Well, player last night got a skate blade to the face. Yeah, no, and Johnny I have, Boychuk. I have video. And, Do we have it? Oh, this isn't as bad as the Grant Fuhr taking one to the neck. I'm not watching this. He almost bled I'm not out. I'm watching this. No, no, it's not. And But the, but it was to the face. So he, he uh, Johnny Boychuk took a skate to the face, and I'll show it in a minute. And Against it, the Montreal Canadiens. Right, and it was... Right by his eye, so people were worried that it's ninety stitches. Yeah, ninety stitches. So, and you know what? He probably stitched it up and went back out there. Say, did he go Meanwhile, back and play? No, an he, NBA player dives and he misses a week. He he immediately <laughs> left. I mean, it was he. he no shit. It he had ninety stitches. Yeah. But uh, just so that you know, prior to me playing this, so that people don't get completely freaked I'm out when watching. they're watching it, is that um, it did not affect his eye. His eye was not sliced. It it, actually, does he wear, it, didn't he wear a shield? I guess he doesn't wear a shield. No. For this part, not so watching. here you Come go. Come on, Luigi. You watch Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> watch Lekin and Skate as Johnny's pushing and shoving, and that skate's going to come right oh! in. Oh! That's right in the nose area, and that's a... That's a... Going to be a big, big time cottage. Oh, yeah, he does have a shield, but it, it, it pushed the shield up. Well, let's hope he's. And it goes, it's his nose, his. I don't even know how you can see. He actually skating off. The NBA would need two stretchers, 16 trainers. Brett Brown would run out there and say, uh, we got a good effort. It was a good effort, at least. He had to leave. You don't even see anything. It's not like man. blood is spurting I, out. I can feel it. I can feel it. Fuck that. No, the shield, the fact that he had a shield probably protected no, his eye. No, the skate went underneath no, the shield. No, but the point is that the shield partially oh, deflected maybe. it from going straight. It could have been worse. If yeah, he had no shield yeah. on, it would have been right in his oh, eye. Oh, God. Yeah, That's the point. It's bad. Well, it was the point. It was the blade. It was the skate. So um, it, uh, there was no damage to Johnny Boychuk's eye. It got him on the eyelid. His eyes closed after a plastic surgeon did the 90 stitch. 90 stitches. Oh, 90 man. stitches. Model. Shit. That's crazy. That's why hockey players are the real deal, man. So his yeah, eye, cl- thank God his eye closed at the right time. Uh, the lid is what took the blade, but not the And he eye. only missed one shift. That's yeah, the exactly. amazing part. He was at the first and next shift. <laughs> no, that's great. And, you know, this is amazing. And former Boston Bruin, great players, Lou Lamorello. Hey, Lou. Hey, Lou. Yo, Lou. <laughs> Yo, Lou. 
Love Lou Lamorello. That stuff is, oh, God, man, that is just, that's cringeworthy right there. He's okay, though. Yes. Johnny yes. Boychuk is he okay. He is going to be okay. His eye was not affected. It was just his eyelid and right by his nose, but 90, 90 Not stitches. the Sloman Shield. You know what the Sloman Shield is, Robin? Save your no. home with Sloman is- Shield. Oh. Come on, Robin. See, even Luigi knows that. The guy who says he doesn't watch television, doesn't have cable. Well, I did in the 90s. But he knows what the Sloman <laughs> Shield is. I did in the 90s. It's a home security system. <laughs> Call now for your pre-professional Quills, installation. 18 more stitches, and he would have been a baseball. Oh, oh that is great baseball. Speaking of uh, sports implements, we got a hockey action update here. And this one is going to piss a lot of people off, especially the players. Robin, can you bring my uh, soundboard back up, please? Thank you very much. Singer, disgraziato. Ladies and gentlemen, according to Frank Saravalli, local hockey writer, of course, he writes for TSN, the network, the sports network in Canada, is a what the puck is going on out there up there. No, what the puck? Have you seen what the NHL is going to do? You know when a sports league implements new rules or, you know, they bring in new baseballs and baseball. They bring in new footballs and football. Usually everybody knows. In hockey... They're going to roll out new electronic pucks to start the playoffs. What? A new electronic puck. So it's a regular puck. It's already on ice. It can slide. But inside, they are installing electrical devices, electronic devices, which will be able to detect the speed of the shot. I like it. That's cool. It's it, like it, it's it, like a puck with GPS in it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Six, it's 60 times a second. It reads... What's going on? So the location of the puck, the speed of the puck, the direction of the puck, and the GM meetings are going on in uh, down in Boca Raton. Boca. And so now the players are pissed off. But what they didn't tell the players, because the players, what, what are they going to say right away? What's the first thing you think of? Let's do this in the playoffs when the, uh, the action level ratchets, ratchets up. The NHL playoffs are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Probably the best playoffs in all of sports. And what happens if a player takes a slap shot, hits the post with this puck, and it breaks open and all the shit comes out? Not so fast, my friends, as Lee Corso would say. Because quietly, without the players even knowing, they have been using these pucks in some regular ah, season games. And unbeknownst also, to the players. Right. But a guess what? Switcherouski. Guess what? Sidney Crosby said he felt something different about some of the pucks. So while the question was, well, the players aren't going to notice the difference of the same exact size, same exact weight, but, you know, guys like Crosby, all-time great, he says he recognized, he felt that the edges were different. Because, you know, these guys can feel everything. Right. Especially when they get off the ice and they go to Rexy's afterwards <laughs> with all the flyer girls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, then they can't But here's the best. Them. So the NHL people are saying, what are they doing? Why would you do this in the playoffs? You could risk catastrophe. Here's the other thing that the NHL has done, according to the Frank Saravalli story today on, on the Sports Network. They have taken these pucks and they put them in machines that, and have shot them at goalposts, at walls, at 170 miles an hour. Which is faster than any slap shot. Exactly. And they're hitting posts and metal, which is what happens and in hockey. And they're not breaking. And they're not breaking. And so while everybody wants to rip hockey and say, well, this is stupid. Why would you put a puck in and starting in the playoffs? Why don't you do it in the preseason games or do it in the minor leagues? They're smarter than that, which is hard to believe anytime Gary Bettman's involved. <laughs> but they actually, and this isn't like the old, 
Fox glowing puck. Yeah, the glowing puck. Although yeah. they had the same, it was the same technology. The technology that they had when Fox had hockey and they thought that they needed to have people who didn't watch the sport understand it so when you hit the puck, you would see a glow. It was just electronic. The puck didn't really glow, believe it or not. It just changed color when it hit the ice. It was thermogenic. No, there was no, there was nothing at all attached to the puck. You didn't see any of the puck. It was only for television purposes. Mm -hmm. So electronically, you saw where the puck moved. It's like when a guy hits a golf ball now. You know the golf ball trackers? You can see the, the, the range of the ball, where the trajectory is, where it's going to land. I hit a golf ball. I have no idea where it's going. But no, you know, you watch the PGA Tour. So there's all this technology. We see where the baseballs go. And so now they're doing it with the puck. Not Peter Puck. He has been, he's long been gone. He's fired. Peter Puck. And I believe Peter Puck is in my storage unit in the back. That's how long he's been I away from wait You don't remember Peter Puck? No. Are you serious, man? Tony, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I never heard of Peter Puck in my you, entire life. Ladies Who and gentlemen, the hell is Peter Puck? Peter Pucker picked a pipe of pitch. No, Peter Puck was epic. Peter Puck was part of the let's explain hockey to people. Yeah. And, and it was some schmuck who was a puck. It was an actual puck guy who skated. And he was a big deal. I actually have to say that when I watched this for the first time. Wait, you I know like, who Peter Puck was? I did. Okay. Because when I watched this I for hate, the wait, first I, time. Wait, I hate to do it to Luigi. Everybody in America who's never even watched a hockey game knows who Peter Puck is except who? Luigi. I, when I, I don't it, watch hockey. That's when I watched this for the first time, I was like, oh. All right, well, I'm stop, stop it right there, okay. as they say. Get it back to the beginning. This is. Ladies and gentlemen, Peter Puck. Luigi was going to his phone instead of like learning this. about Pocky from Peter Puck. Oh. Look how huge the players are. Goons, this is back in the day. Now for the offsides that stop the game. There's what we call like offside vagina. at the blue line. The puck, what vagina are you looking at, man? The attacking players across the opponent's blue line. I can be stick handled across, passed across, or shot across. All right, all right, all right, all right. Shut the fuck up. Right? Well, he does go outside when they do the Winter Classic and they play outside. If you don't know anything about hockey and you want to, it is a fantastic video to watch. It's on YouTube. Very simple. Just look up Peter Puck. I believe that every child, when it comes out of the womb, should immediately have Peter Puck playing to the kids so that they can stay away from bad sports like basketball where you don't have to learn how to shoot or do anything and make gazillions of dollars and one out of every 10,000 kids will even have a shot. You got to get these kids learning early. You got to get them to learn early, to learn how to skate, to learn how to pass and body check and back check and forecheck and voracheck. And voracheck and score check. I dare you to turn it over, Luigi. What? Turn it over. The Flip phone? it. Yeah, there you go. It's still going to go off of my watch. Doesn't matter. If I want to learn about hockey, I'll just watch the first five minutes of Slap Shot. Exactly. <laughs> no, I, I, again, I've, I've loved the uh, – I, I, I actually do love the game of hockey itself. It's beautiful. It really is. And it is the best playoffs. There's it's no a beautiful game. Oh, There's no, no that's, uh, that's that. uh, soccer, It's right? the, the Flyers fans thing. In the, the oh, way- yeah. yeah. Okay, Mike Missinelli. Are you Mike Missinelli Jr.? It's the fans. I hate the Flyer fans because. Am I going to be allowed to rebut this? Am yes, I be yes. Able to stand up yes. For yes, yes, you will. That's not, but that's no, not let me, what he was saying. No, he's talking about you the fans. You did not let him. No, finish. I know what he's saying. He's saying the exact same thing. Do you know what that happens? guys like Mike Missinelli, 
and all of these other guys no. on radio nope. who don't watch hockey, don't acknowledge hockey, and hate hockey. But mm. don't. But Luigi never ex- admits that he hates hockey. I just He'll go to a game you know if he got some broad. Assume... If he gets some free tickets <laughs> and has a box, somebody gives him tickets in the box. He takes some broad in there. Then he goes to a hockey game. The rest of the time, he hates the goddamn sport. And so he. And I'm telling you, what he just said is exactly what Mike Messi does. Uh-uh, I just uh-uh, I don't hate uh-uh. hockey. I just hate the fans. I can't who believe live in I'm the defending past. Luigi twice li- in one Robin, day. You don't I even just, know I'm what you're talking. I'm just waiting to speak. I'm just waiting Wait to speak. Let me finish. No, because you didn't. I'm gonna let him. you finish. You you assumed you no, assumed I don't, he was because gonna... I know the exact you same threw argument. A really big assumption at me right yes, there, my you friend. You know why? Because I've heard. I'll apologize after you correct me and tell me that I'm not wrong. Go ahead. All right. Or that I'm not right. Yeah, you're because not right. The the guys on radio here who never don't talk about hockey. First, they don't know anything. Mike Missinelli doesn't know shit about hockey. Correct. And he's been in this town for that. fifty years. I never, actually, I've never there was, once. Go ahead, there was I'm actually sorry. an article in the newspaper uh, yesterday, I believe. Because he's an elitist putz. <laughs> he's an elitist putz jerk off. And so, what did he do yesterday? I even talked about it on the show. He opened his show yesterday, telling, basically calling the people who are mad that he doesn't talk hockey the bad guys. He's never wrong. That's the problem. When I'm wrong, I admit it, and people rip me. Well, you're going to get ready to admit so now, it in just a second. So now, explain to me why you don't like Flyers hockey in particular. Okay. Here's First of all, you why. do like the game. I like the game. Okay. I grew up playing hockey. I was a goalie. Okay. All right, so I played street hockey. Street hockey or street, ice hockey? Street hockey. I never learned how to ice skate, so street hockey. Did but you I use a, little, a red ball or the puck? Did no, we you, used the puck. We used the, 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 you didn't use puck. the orange ball one? No, it had, like, little rollers on it. It was like a street puck. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So, again. Ball bearings on the bottom. They don't have balls. I like hockey. street hockey. I think hockey is probably, well, hockey's definitely the best sport to watch live. No doubt about yeah. that, right? I love going to hockey games. And I NASCAR, do. Maybe. I really do. I like watching playoff hockey. I really do, Tony. There's other sports that I like over hockey, and that's okay. I'm allowed to do of that. Of course you okay, are. Okay, hold on. Just because I talk about the Sixers and like the Sixers more than I like the Flyers themselves has nothing to do with the fact that I don't like hockey And that's hockey perfectly overall. fine. The reason why I don't like Flyers hockey or haven't watched it so much to even know how it's transitioning now to a much better game is that the hockey that I grew up with, the whole dump and chase and mucker and grinder and all this nonsense, I didn't like it. I just liked open, I liked open ice skating. I liked watching the free-flowing skill, skill set of hockey players, which the Flyers did not have for a very long time. Tony. The entire league no, didn't no, have no, no. that. I'm not this whole drop the gloves, we got to show machismo, Neanderthal scraping our knuckles when we walk kind of a guy. That's not who I am. And that's who most Philadelphia Flyers fans no, respect. Not. Guess the fuck break. they do. No, they yes, don't. They do. do you realize how long ago that was? Have you yes, been and that's what I grew up it's with. Like and, the, it's like I saying, it it's why I don't watch the NBA today. I I'm going to use your off. same argument. I watched the NBA when it was a game where people could shoot and didn't stand behind a three-point line and dunk. I watched it when it was passing and skill involved. Now it's guys like Ben Simmons who couldn't make a five-foot jumper unless he was seeing one of the Kardashians in bed and would jump five feet at her. Tony, the NBA game has gotten worse. The hockey, I, I hockey is agree with you. It's gotten better. Hockey's hockey gotten better at least basketball. has acknowledged and has moved forward and has gotten away from the goons and bench-clearing brawls. Hockey has changed its sport for the better. The fans who go to the games now, I'm 67. I was going to the games in the 70s, all right? That's the era of Broad Street bullies and dropping gloves. And by the way, the Flyers weren't the only team that did that. It was a physical game. Gordie Howe played. It was physical, all right? So now, but you're still, that's the exact, so you basically corrected, you basically agreed with me. How? On the argument How? that you and Mike Missinelli share, 
That's how this whole started. No, Mike no, no, Missinelli no. and Luigi Curto. No. Robin, stop right there. I want to give you the quote from Missinelli. Somebody actually gave it on here. The What he started off with. Where did it go? Hold on. I don't care about Missinelli. No, I know but, exactly but like why it, he hates the hot. Why no, he hates the Flyers. It was totally different. What he said is that he called the Flyers. Missinelli called the Flyers fans racist against Sixers fans. And that's how come he. Yeah, didn't because like only it. black people and minorities Watch the Sixers. Mike, forget that's not the argument I'm making. No, but that's, that's not the, the argument Luigi is making. I Luigi, exactly. no, no. So why do you bring up that quote? Because you I were know saying Mike he's Miss, the same. Mike Missanelli is woke. He's a woke, woke douchebag. I'm going sleep half the day, bro. Mike Missanelli wants to, you know what Mike Missanelli thinks? That's why he had a caller, Dwayne from Swedesboro, who was a white guy, his own producer in the next room, calling in as a black guy. Mike Missinelli wants everybody to think that he's down with the community, that he's, he hangs with the brothers. The only brothers he sees are working in, his, in the golf shop, the pro shop, shining his shoes. That's, what he, that's, the, that's the community that he hangs out with. But he's another one of these phony, woke, I'm hipper than you, I'm smarter than you, I'm a lawyer. But, no, it's the same argument that Luigi uses is exactly the one that Mike Missanelli oh, uses. Not. I hate the fact that Flyer – you what did you say? Flyers fans are like, oh, they want the fighting and the – No, 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 no. What did no, you say? No, I said what did you that's say? the kind of hockey that I grew up around. So it turned me off from watching Flyers hockey. I watch hockey. I just haven't been a fan of this team for a very long time. So when there's a bandwagon to jump, when the team is doing really good, I, I again, I don't have anything to credit to because I just don't watch them. It turned me off at a young age, Tony. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay, I have no problem with That's that. That's all I'm saying. That's I have no problem with saying, that. But don't, don't, tell, don't compare me to someone else. Because it's the same argument. But, but it's, it's not, not the same argument. Yes, not at all. Is. Yes, it is. Mike Missanelli contends that the people who still go to the games who are in their 60s, it's not their ki- grandkids or their kids' kids. They're not the same fans. There's a loyal base of hockey fans. Is it bigger than the Sixers? Of course not. I'm not arguing who's better or who has more fans or any of that crap. I'm not saying but hockey what, is better than, than the NBA. No, I love all sports. No, but what Luigi sports. is saying is Luigi that Luigi is saying off, he's turned off because in the of the past Flyer fans and that he is now no, learning to appreciate. I've, I've oh. off, no, no, Robin, I'm, I'm, I'm just. You said the fans of the past. I've turned off. I've got turned off about the way that the game was played, right? And the fans, it's still, they still want to play that way. They still want to play like it's 1975. It's not 1975 anymore. I know. They don't want to play like it's 1975. Okay. But that's what Mike missed. Mike Missanelli, who wants to play the race card and call Flyer fans racists because the 76er fans aren't racist. I'm picking up my phone. And I'm, I'm ordering tickets for the remaining flyer season. No, right you don't now. have to okay. go to a flyer. You don't have right to watch now. a sec. I don't tell anybody what to like or what not to like. I don't tell people who to vote for. You can think this is America. All I'm saying is the biggest argument, and that's what, and this is most local talk show guys. And I know this. I grew up here. I know what they talk about on the radio. I don't listen because I know they're not going to talk about the flyers. And I also agree that because the flyers are playing well now, that doesn't mean you can do extensive segments on hockey. Because what are you going to talk about? Yeah, they were great last night. First of all, the real racists in this town are the ones who refuse to watch hockey. They're the ones who refuse to watch hockey because there aren't any minority players. There are a lot of minority players. I don't refuse to watch it. I like watching it. No, I'm telling you, there are people in this city who hate the Flyers and are Sixer fans because they are the racist. They're the ones who say, I'm not going to watch a sport where there's nothing but white guys. That makes you a racist. Yeah. If, if you're, if you're going to contend that Flyer fans are racist because they don't root for the Sixers, which is bullshit. Right. 
if you're a Philadelphia sports fan, you root for all the teams. Yes. I don't look at the color makeup of teams. I don't give a crap about that. But the problem with guys like Mike Missanelli is he wants to play the I am woke crowd and I'm down with the brothers. And it's all bullshit. And it's yep. all, and again, you want to listen to him, go right ahead. But I know his game. And his game is I'm trying to appeal to the minority community in town because Philadelphia is a very big minority community. And the, and the NBA is a big minority sport. But guess what? You look at the faces in the stands at the Sixers and at the Flyers. It's minority white people. It's majority right. white people. White people don't look at colors of players. No. Their team's doing well. They go and watch them. But if you're going to use race as an argument that the 76ers are better than the Flyers or people watch the Sixers because they're not racist and Flyer fans are racist because not all of them watch the Flyers, that's just an asinine argument. It makes no sense. People go to any sporting event. The majority of people in the stands are Caucasian, but there's right. mixed races. There's Asians. There's, there's blacks. I'm not saying there's only white people watch sports. I'm saying that the argument that racists only watch hockey because they don't watch the NBA because it's predominantly black people is a joke, is an absolute joke. That is one of the lamest arguments you could make about a sport. Agreed. And that's what Mike Missanelli called. He plays the card. Yep. He plays the I'm the woke guy. I understand the black community, even though he isn't even drive through a black community on his way home in the, on the main line. So don't give me that shit. Again, you can watch him. If you want to buy his bullshit and you want to believe that he really cares about black people and nobody else does, and that's why he doesn't watch the Flyers games because Flyer fans are racist, then you're dumber than he is. He may be smarter. He's a lawyer and all that other bullshit. But guys who have that approach and try to play the race card, which is what politicians do. I get politicians doing it. Right. Because they're trying to appeal to voters. But when you play that on a sports radio station and you're calling a fan base racist, that's just bullshit, man. I'm sorry. I'm absolutely sorry. Again, it, you know, hockey. It, it, and by the way, Riddle is sleeping through this entire. Because he, right he don't give a fuck. <laughs> he's like the honey badger. He is. Honey badger don't give a shit. Honey badger and Riddle don't give a shit about hockey, <laughs> the NBA, NFL, XFL, tennis. Although he does like tennis because he sees the ball going yeah, exactly. back and forth. Did you ever see those videos of animals when they watch the, the, the best ones are when animals are watching like other animals do shit. Our cats don't do that, though. I'm trying to get a viral video of our pets doing crazy shit. And they don't do it all too I did. I did uh, recently have one of those apps. It was called a cat game app where Riddle was playing. Like It allows flies to fly around on your iPad. What? Yeah, it's like flies and, and uh, other <laughs> insects that fly around on your iPad. And Riddle was really interested. He was like trying to tap it. What's so funny, Tom? No, the response is... What? <laughs> Following an awesome hockey segment. <laughs> four for four, baby. Dean checks in. Hey, Robin, I bet you wish I was still on the phone talking about the storage <laughs> unit, don't you? <laughs> I just, like, again, Tone, I, I, listen. It started out as a puck segment. So let me go back and recap this. For those of you who may have just joining us. Let's go back to Peter Buck already in progress. <laughs> it, started as, it started as me giving an actual legitimate update yeah. on the National and Hockey then League. something went putting horribly, in an electronic horribly puck wrong. For the playoffs. And the ramifications and the fact that they tested these pucks and they hit it at 170 miles an hour. They bought Iron Byron out there, have him get a couple shots. They slapped it across a couple of guys, uh, Dongs and the big guys. They would go into the locker room, mm-hmm. Nick Foles, slapped it, the puck, and it worked fine. 
By the way, should the Eagles go back and get the, the, the Nick Foles? No. Uh, of course not. They should get Mariota as a backup. There you go. That's, that's my argument on the Nick Foles. That's what they talk about on radio all the time. Yep. Nick Foles. Oh, Nick Foles. It's over, man. Let it go. I am. I'm not even going to no, talk about it. Again, for the record, I've never been a big hockey guy. I played it when I was younger. I got away from it, got into other sports. It became a fringe sport for me. I, you like whatever you like. I don't go down to Flyers fans, whatever they want to, you know, I don't come down on them, whatever they want to like and, and cheer for the team. And but I'm, the one I'm, thing I'm you didn't make perfectly going. clear, though, you talked about the old school. I get that. A lot of people are against it. But I like going to games. But my point is, do you now not like this hockey team or this Flyers, the way the Flyers are no, playing the Flyers have and t- the way the entire NHL is playing right now? No, I like, I like hockey now. Just like the NBA. The NBA and the NHL are very similar, although the, uh, the NHL embraced European players way, way before the NBA I'll did. make it easy for you. Ready? I, would, I, I will 1,000% spend more money to go see a hockey game than I will go see a football game. And again, I don't care what it is you can spend your money no, on. No, no, I'm, I'm just letting I'm you know that. I'm not telling that, 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 you not no, to. I, because I've become more of a fan of it. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I, but I'm not diving into it. And if the Flyers win the Cup, and I hope they do, I hope they do for all the, 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 the diehard fans that have been out there for 40-plus for years waiting for them to win the next Stanley Cup. I'm not going to beat the parade, and that's okay. Yeah, you know it's okay. I mean? I, that's okay, but that doesn't mean I, 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 don't, I don't hate now, them. Now, Mickey Delaney is asking me, do I have a point? My point is very clear. I don't care what you watch. I don't care which money, which team you go and pay money. I don't care what jerseys you buy. I don't care if you stand in line to buy tickets to go see basketball, hockey, football, college basketball. Tiddlywinks, axe throwing, darts, uh, bags, whatever you want to watch and support, go ahead. I don't tell people what to think. I tell just people to think. My argument is when you have a team that's playing well now, and let's be honest, in any city, when a team starts doing well, the bandwagon fans of jump course, on. Of course. There's always the diehards. It's like cigar smokers. There's always the diehard cigar smokers, and then there's a couple guys that maybe French have a cigar. Guys, yeah. Again, the diehards are always going to be there. The diehard hockey fans are always going to be there. But the interesting thing about the diehard fans now, the young teenagers and 20-somethings and 30-somethings and families that go watch hockey or basketball, most of them are not first generation. Most of them come from families, obviously, who who are pretty well-to-do. You know, they're not making 25 grand a year buying season tickets because they're expensive for any sport, especially the sports where you have all these games. But those fans don't know anything about the 70s and the 80s. They're all there enjoying the team. And if the team does better, guess what? Then they sell out all their games. It's the way it works in all sports. So I don't care what you go see or go watch. My only conversation here is about people who just somehow decide. And I'm not just specifically talking about you. I'm talking about more like guys. Because the big argument in Philly is, and it's always been the argument, because I've been on, on the radio for a long time, that when a hockey team does well, the management of the radio station tells the employees, don't talk about the Flyers because our little PPM meters that we watch. They go out. If there's three people listening and you start talking about hockey, one of those people is going to switch stations. And that's the micromanaged world we live in because every listener counts. And so that's my point. Management tells people not to talk about hockey. So then stooges like Mike Missinelli, who sucks up to management even though he has power over them, which is why he can have people fired and, and pretty much run the radio station because he's got the – luckily he has the power to – to say what he likes and not likes because the station is so deftly afraid to lose him because they really don't have a deep bench to replace him. That's how it works in the business. Whether you're Angelo Cataldi who's been there forever and is a legend in this town, when you get to Mike, or, uh, 
Mike Francesa in New York, when you reach that level of power for a company, regardless of what it is, but especially in radio, and they're afraid to lose you, you can do whatever, whatever you, you want. want. Right. And that's, that's, good, that, that's good to be in that position. And I, God bless them. I don't care if people are in that position. My point is, when you then start insulting fans, do you have the clip, Robin? I saw you pulled it up. No, but who I do have coming on um, right now. Who's coming on? Who is probably the number one knowledgeable person in Philadelphia on the Flyers in particular, but is also a fantastic hockey uh, aficionado. Oh, I know you're talking. He about. plays the game. Yes. He he's been in the nets. He's donned the pads. I've donned the pads. Right. I've donned the pads. I've been younger. I've been in the pipe. Oh, you saw it. I did the Flyers wipes car. I was in the pipes. I didn't stand. I fell on my head. I didn't stand on my head though. I stood on my head because when I fell, that's how I landed. Right. I was a butterfly goalie. Remember the butterfly goalies? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I was, man. I like butterfly shrimp myself. I though. love a nice butterfly shrimp, coconut style, oh. maybe a little Cajun. Oh man. I can go. No for that. Cajun. I don't want no, any of like, that shit. I like a scampi. Do we have Jason Martinez on the line? Ladies and gentlemen, let's is. go to a man who understands hockey. He plays hockey. He's not a Broad Street bully guy. He didn't watch hockey because Dave Schultz was beating the hell out of King Kong Korab in Buffalo or Terry O'Reilly. He understands it's a great sport. He's taken stitches. He's been in the pipes. He's been everywhere, man. He's not Johnny Cash. He's the great Jason Martinez. Now working with the Philadelphia Flyers, even though he's not technically a Flyer apologist. What up, man? Snitches get stitches, Tone. Exactly. Or uh, Boychuk gets stitches if he gets unfortunately hit in the face with a puck that goes up in the air when a player's crashing down in front of the nets. Have you ever yes, taken please. 90 stitches? No, I took nine, but I always wore a mask, you know, because I'm a goalie. So I never, I never got cut other than when I was, uh, I was working at Phillips Exeter Hockey Academy and some guy that played for the Maple Leafs at the time, took a slap shot, hit me right in the forehead and split my head open. Threw a helmet, mind you. He didn't throw the helmet. He went through a helmet. helmet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's inferior back equipment. Then, tone, back then, Tone, they just took me into the infirmary, and I looked down at my jersey. I was wearing a white jersey, and there's blood all over it. I passed out. I woke up with my goalie pads in the air laying on the floor trying to get blood back. And they stitched me up with nine on the inside, nine on the out, put a donut bandage in my helmet, and set <sighs> me back out for the third. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. give him a roaring round. That's a man right there. You don't see that in the NBA. <laughs> and that's why fans are racist. Apparently, that's or what the... Uh, well, the one good thing about hockey is if you fall, the ice is, like, right there. You know exactly. I mean? <laughs> like, the ice is right there. All right, Jason, you know, it's an interesting conversation. You've been in the business a long time. I have. I don't care what people watch. You can like hockey. You can hate hockey. But the argument of, you know, uh, it goes back to the Broad Street Bullies Day. That turned me off. Not real. The same people saying that are the ones who don't realize how fat, how forward the sport has come. How how hockey is one of the first sports that that welcomed the best players in the world, not just the players in the United States. And now the NBA, every sport, other than football, where you don't have a lot of international flavor, the NBA has dominated a lot of great European players. Not dominated, but some of the best players are dominant in the NBA. And the NHL is loaded with players from all over the world. So the old argument of, I didn't like hockey because of the bench-clearing brawls and the fights, and, and that's why I don't go to this day, are just, are just fooling themselves. That's not the way the game is anymore. Well, they need, to, they need to update their brain. You know, They need like a, an iOS update on their iPhone to update their brain. No, don't tell because Luigi. He's gonna, I just had him put his phone down. He's going to pick it up again and update it. It's charging now. Oh, it's charging right now. Okay. <laughs> he actually, he, during the show, he's already 
drained his battery. That's how often he's on the phone. Drain a lot of things during the show. <laughs> we don't need to know all the information. Now, Jason, you know what they say, Tone? Drain the swamp. Exactly right. Or drain the lizard. Or <laughs> normally I usually say, Excuse me while I whip this out. You got to say that first, though, whatever you do. Now, Jason, of course, Flyers hockey action now. You're working for the Flyers. Tell us what the new job is. Obviously, you work with Mikey Miss. We all work with Mikey Miss. I'm not going to turn this into just bashing Mikey Miss. But while I started, I completed my, my reason on why. Because, you know, Mike, I mean, he's, he's trying to get people riled up. That's what we do. Well, yeah, I mean, he, look, he, he does what he does. And, but make no mistake about it. Like, the one thing that's annoying me is that Flyer fans are falling for it. And they're getting outraged by, by like, you know, being trolled. And my point to Flyers fans, and I made this point in, in my Flyers Daily episode that came out today, followed on iTunes. Um, but my point is, like, don't let that stuff bother you. Who cares? You know, Flyers fans are getting offended that other people are now talking about it. It's like, okay, we've been waiting for this forever. The team hasn't won a playoff series since 2012. Let's enjoy it. Don't get all preoccupied with a talk show host that's trolling you about it. Just enjoy it and go, you know what, it is what it is. And, and enjoy the fact that this team is good now. This team is going to be good for a number of years because it was built the right way. And while Ron Hextall laid a lot of the groundwork, Chuck, Chuck Fletcher had a tremendous offseason. You got a goalie, Tone. When's, when's the last time you said that since Bernie? Uh, I think it was uh, Jerome Morazic that one year. And then uh, I thought, well, obviously, you know, you had the tragedy with Pelly Lindbergh. I mean, yeah, he was yeah. obviously one of those guys you thought could be. And, you're right about Hextall, though, and that's the hardest thing. The amazing thing about hockey, it's like basketball. You have to have that one piece to start building around, and if you don't have a goalie in hockey, you're not going to win. It's that simple. Well, Brian Burke always says uh, 80% of hockey is goaltending unless you have none, and then it's 100%. <laughs> you know? Exactly. You have to have that because you can't play the game tone um, in a paranoid state that every time if you make a mistake defensively or take a chance and get creative offensively that if you make that mistake it's going to be pulling it out of the back of your net if you have that freedom to be able to know that i got a guy back there that can bail me out if i make a mistake then you can play the game the right way and that's what you see now you got a kid back there who's six and one in his last seven games his numbers at home he's got a 945 save percentage in the home building he's tremendous and and he's been training for this stage his entire life so the guy has had a sports psychologist by the name of John Stevenson since the age of 12. He sits at home at night still a couple nights a week and does something called concentration grids to make sure he is mentally sharp, and he does it at an elite Mensa level. I'm not can, he call, can he call Joe Biden to help, help him get through this campaign? Well, <laughs> he's a Canadian, so I don't think he cares. But, he <laughs> but no, he's been built for this, Tone. He's played for his country. And you know, in Canada, playing World Juniors and that stage that is up there, we may look at that and go, "Oh, it's just junior hockey." But in Canada, that is every bit as big as playing in the NHL. It's wearing that flag and the maple leaf on your jersey. It means so much. So he's been in high pressure situations. The kids built for this. And to go back to Hextall real quick, he built this team from the crease out. He drafted a goalie every year. And he got a great one in Carter Hart. He drafted a lot of great defenders in Provorov, Sandheim. He signed Phil Myers. Uh, they got more coming in Cam York and a guy named Igor Zamora. Uh, they got a lot going on, and they're built the right way from the crease out and big up the middle with the centers, with Couturier, Kevin Hayes, and eventually Nolan Patrick. And the one thing that I will agree with, Jason, about you know the flyer ways back in the 70s, Mr. Snyder, Clarkie, and all those teams that I watched and covered, I was there for the Cups back in the 70s, that's how old I am, is everybody uses that. 
But now I think the Flyers are realizing, the ownership group, that you got to get outside eyes in. That's why they brought in Chuck Fletcher. It was always, let's bring in somebody from the past who is part of the organization, loyal, you know, homegrown. You go down the list, Billy Barber, all the people that brought in. And now they bring in Chuck Fletcher, new to the organization. They bring in a new coach who's obviously a tremendously successful coach, went to a Stanley Cup final with the Rangers not that long ago. And now you've got fresh eyes watching a new team. And the other thing that I, I mentioned yesterday on the show is that you guys, the two veteran guys who you used to have to rely on to carry you, Borachek and, 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 uh, and, uh, Giroux. and Giroux. Paul Giroux, Giroux, are now facilitated. You don't need those guys to be out there and win for you every night. Those guys are, the young guys are feeding off of their veteran leadership, and especially on the power play, you're seeing that the veteran guys are now not the most important guys that everybody watches for them to win games. They're helping the young guys get better. And, and at the same time, make the entire team better around them. Well, Tone, that, that's what playoff teams are, right? Like, everybody kind of criticized Drew. Like, you have no playoff success. Well, there's a lot of great players that have played that sport that didn't have playoff success or win a cup. But you have to have a, a deep team. And what they have right now, and it's, you're dead on with your point. You couldn't be more right. Is If Drew and Voracek and JVR aren't going and they're not scoring, you're getting goals from Scott Lawton. You're getting goals from Kevin Hayes. You're getting goals from Tyler Pitlick and Scott Lawton. You're getting goals from Nicholas Alde Kubel. When you have four lines that can score and depth scoring, that's not only a team that's going to have success in the regular season, but that's a team that's going to have success in the playoffs. That's the why this team is different than years past. You don't have two guys that have to carry you because that's impossible to do. You look at the Penguins, you go, well, Crosby and Malkin carry them all those years. Bullshit. Crosby and Malkin also had Connor Sheary, Jake Gensel, guys through those years to help them that when they weren't going, they were still going to score three and a half to four goals a game. And that's how you win in this league, and that's how you win in the playoffs. Jason Martinez, ladies and gentlemen, big game tonight. Spitting truth, Tony. You no, know, I was spitting game here. You're not getting this. We're not spitting chicklets. No. We're spitting game. <laughs> and if I was spitting chicklets, I'd need more dental work done. You know? Keep coming up my neck. You Damn right. Pretty Damn right. Now, Flyers tonight, there will not be Carter Hart in the pipes. They're going back to the veteran guy to give Carter Hart a night off against the Washington Capitals. Yeah, they're giving him the blow tonight, and, and I get why. A lot of people like want to look at that and go, well, the coach doesn't have any faith with him on the road. Well, he's been good on the road of late, Carter Hart, number one. Number two, Brian Elliott's been great against the Capitals this year, and you're in a back-to-back situation. So you put Carter Hart in a position to play tomorrow night at home against Carolina. You get Brian Elliott in there, who's a really good backup and a guy that has had a really good season. And you're, you're going to split these two games no matter what. So why not put yourself in a position where you know Elliott has had success against the Caps and Hart has had success at home, you're still trying to get this number one seed. It's not like some people are going, well, you should just play Carter Hart until you, until you wrap up a playoff spot. Okay, let's run the kid into the ground so in the playoffs he's got nothing left. You know, it, 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 I think it's a smart decision by Vino. He's pushed all the right buttons this year. Dude, he is like James Bond, Elaine Vino. Bond. James Bond, not Gold Bond. And by the way, you know, you got a lot of great. What's good about hockey, and again, I like all sports, but Tampa Bay, you know, they lose Stamkos and they're still playing well. You know, you got the Bruins who are playing well. It's going to be fun in the playoffs. The playoffs in hockey, there's no better playoff than the National Hockey League. I don't care whether you like the sport or not. You watch those games, you can feel the electricity. Because it's not just like one playoff game in football where you get excited for that one game or you're done. The hockey playoffs are phenomenal. Phenomenal. Well, you, you know, Tone, too, you see the pace of the game and the physicality of the game. It, it goes to just a different level. Like every year the Flyers aren't in the playoffs. You know, I get all these tweets going, Man, the Flyers aren't even close to these teams because the last they 
against all the Flyers was in a regular season game. They see these teams in the playoffs. But yet everything goes to a heightened sense of speed, skill, physicality, willing to die for every play, and you see that in the playoffs. And I, I can't wait for it to start because I think this team's built to do something. Now, that said, they could get bounced in the first round. I get it. That's just the way the NHL playoffs are. Look, last year, for an example, Tampa Bay goes in, finishes the regular season with 128 points, and they got swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets in the round one. So you never know what can happen. 2010 tone. They get in in the shootout. They go all the way to the final. They had home ice advantage in the conference final as a seven seed because the Montreal Canadiens upset the Washington Capitals, the President's Trophy winning team behind the goaltending of Yarrow Lock, and they were the eight seed. So, I mean, it's... It's full of variables, but what I know, too, is it's full of a ton of excitement. It is incredible theater, a seven-game series in the NHL playoffs. Again, and again, I'm not a honk for hockey. I love the sport I have my whole life, and Jason's great at it and plays it and knows it and understands it. But well, just a couple of quick questions before we go, because people really obviously listen to you and they follow you closely, even your most intimate secrets that you reveal. So we have a couple of questions here on the Twitch board here on Twitch TV. Ask... Uh, ask Ask Jason if he urinated in a in a driveway last night. Uh, my own, yeah. <laughs> but you know, you I, I pissed I pissed all over Harry's driveway after Metallica the one night. <laughs> <laughs> he looks over and I'm pissing in his driveway. He's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm watering your plants, brother." <laughs> hey, that's good for now. The do plants. you talk about that in your daily? Now, is it, you do the daily show every day? Not not the daily show at night. That one. You have a daily hockey podcast, right? Yeah, I do Flyers daily, and that's, I, I deliver that. That's in your inbox every morning when you get up. So I record it late at night after the games end. Wait a minute! Uh, it doesn't do show that. up in my. Ma- it just doesn't automatically well, show in my inbox. Subscribe to it. I know, Tony. but you're making it sound like it just automatically comes whether I want it or not. How do I well, get this so I can see? How do I how do I get it so I can it'll be in my inbox every morning except all the spam crap that I get. Well, it won't be in your ver- your your email inbox, but it'll be in your queue for iTunes if you do the right thing and subscribe. Am I subscribed to iTunes? Yes, Tony, you are. <laughs> Am I subscribed? <laughs> I'm on Looney Tunes. I know that. Jason, I get this, I this get... man knows nothing, Jason. He knows <laughs> absolutely nothing. I know nothing. I have to subscribe to your show. I'm getting you. To, I'm trying to get you to promote it and tell everybody out there. I'm setting you up to promote the show and how you get it. Hello. Yeah, go on iTunes. Most people, most people know how to how to work iTunes, Stone, not you. <laughs> I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just saying that that's how you promote when you come on a show and you say, "Hey, by the way, you can get my Stick to Hockey podcast." That's not yours, is it? Yeah, that's mine too. Oh, I got how many po- them, how many podcasts do you have? I have Flyers Daily, which comes out every day. Which is part of the Flyers Broadcast Network. and go to flyersbroadcastnetwork.com. Broadca- oh, we got that. So follow that right now, Robin. Hit follow for me up there. And I- then uh, I also do one that's a bi-weekly one for the Flyers called Flyers Fix, where we get we get a couple players together, and, and then we have like a coach or a GM on that one. And that's more of a long-form podcast, like an hour long with in-depth interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I, I have the original tone, which is the Stick to Hockey podcast. Stick to hockey, sucker. Something that no program director has ever said in the nor- in the lower 48. <laughs> Stick to uh, hockey. Lower 48. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> That's a great name, Stick to Hockey. Because you know what well, they say I in Philly, right? That. What's that? I crowdsourced that name. I was starting the podcast, and I'm like, what should I call it? And since everybody always told me every time they didn't like an opinion I had on anything else, to stick to hockey, it was, it was a no-brainer. <laughs> Brilliant. 
absolutely brilliant. That's why we have him on. Stick to hockey. That's what I say yeah, to Luigi. Right. No, I say to Luigi, stick to the NBA. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Jason, is he an no, NBA honk? No, I'm not, an, I'm, yeah, not yes, NBA honk, yes, I'm not an NBA honk. Yes, he is. I'm not an NBA honk. He said that, he said that uh, this guy Levert for the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets is better than Gerald Levert, the great <laughs> R&B singer. <laughs> I was going to go with it, not Gerald Levert. <laughs> Gerald Levert is st- classic. stunk. <laughs> Our buddy Dean in Clearwater is a big Tampa Bay. Well, he, he's a Boston Celtic guy, but he also lives in Tampa, and he's been following the, the Tampa Bay Lightning forever. You talk about one of the great franchises in this league. They always talk about Florida sports. You know, nobody cares about sports. The Lightning are probably the, the only team in the South, I'm talking about over a couple of decades, that have had a loyal hockey fan base down there, man. And they're always good, it seems. Except well, that one year when they sucked. Too. One year they were awful. But they bounce back quickly, man. Well, they won the cup with Martin St. Louis and, yep. and uh, Vinny LeCavalier, if you recall. And, uh, the Flyers took them to seven that year, by the way. They, lost, they, they won the cup over Calgary in 2004 or 2003. I can't remember off the top of my head. But yet, there's a lot of Canadians down there that have flown south because they don't, you know, when they get older, they want to get down in the warm weather time. Now, our buddy Don Collins, who is a Canadian, you know, up there from Canada who's uh, running our Twitch channel, says, we got to get uh, Jason on Twitch to have a, uh, a tw- his own Twitch channel now with all these podcasts and stuff. Yeah, I know. Don's been emailing me. i got to get back to him. It's just I, I've been so freaking buried with all this crap that i gotta, I got to get this infrastructure set up. I, I wasn't planning on getting fired on Halloween, you know, Don? Well, who does, anyway? It's a who scary does? thing, man. I usually Speaking went, of getting fired, it's actually. Al- it's always a Friday. There was Halloween on a Friday last year. I got fired on a Tuesday, <laughs> man. No, it was a Thursday, Tony. But it was a good thing I wasn't dressed up for Halloween. That would have been embarrassing getting fired dressed up like Bozo the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> no, only the management gets dressed up like Bozo the Clown, so nobody can see who fires them when they come in and fire everybody in radio stations. Well, speaking of getting fired, Jason, we have a um, we have somebody here that is asking one last question. One what last your, thing. Yeah, Scrapple Joe is asking your thoughts on the firing of Jeremy Roenick. Um, man, it, he shouldn't have said what he said even though he's friends with Catherine and Catherine Tappen. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what the whole situation is there and why they fired him. I don't know what his contract situation was, but this could have been a, one of those, hey, we're paying him a lot of money. We got Patrick Sharp now. You know what I mean? Yep. Wouldn't mind getting out from under that contract, and he gave us a, a reason to do it. Uh, I think that may have played a part in it. I don't know that for sure. But, I mean, it seemed a little thin to me, but you know this freaking world now. I mean – you say anything, and, and there's a whole group of people that are just waiting to be offended. Because, you know, everybody's a freaking pussy now and wants to be offended. They're looking for things to be offended by. And did he say what he said? Was it offensive? Maybe to some. So I get it. But, I mean, everybody wants a body now. You know, they, they want Especially at NBC. Look what they just did the other night to what's-his-face, the Philly guy. Yeah. Yep. They, pretty, they forced him out. Yep, What's absolutely. his dude's name? Uh, the guy on MSNBC did his opening segment and left. It left. Chris Matthews. Chris Matthews. Chris Matthews. Philly yeah. guy. He had to bail because uh, he had a couple of women who were claiming that he uh, was saying things to them that were inappropriate. So especially when you work at NBC now, you know, where the Me Too movement really started when they had to yeah. fire a lot of big-time people. Jeremy Roenick, NBC. So you're right. NBC has the trigger finger. He made the comparison Chris Matthews did to, to Nazi Germany when Bernie won. I mean, he said a couple of things, and when you say a couple of things over a short period of time, they're looking for ways to get rid of you now yep. in this volatile world of you can't offend anybody. 
And that's the world especially we live in. Especially if you make a little coin. Especially if you make a little bit of money, right? Exactly right, man. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. <laughs> Stick to hockey. The great Jason Martinez, or as we used to call him, Martinez, or as Jose from Norristown called him, what up, Martinez's? How do you pluralize that, though? You just did it. Yeah, you did. Oh, only Jose can pluralize anything singular. Exactly. Jason Martinez, ladies and gentlemen, let, him, let me give him the only proper send-off from this segment here on the podcast on Twitch TV. Where is it here now? I hate this. Give me one of those. No, I'm not giving you one of those. You actually did not get one of those, which is a. a, I I demand one of those. All right, I'll give you one of those anyway. See, now people request it. Give him one of those now. You want me to give him? I got that. No, I want the hockey sound. Oh, why would you you say that? I'll kill him. They says, we have hockey hockey action, though. The Capitals are the flyer tonight, boys. In the organization. You put your board over there, Eunice. No, dude. <laughs> Tony wants to hit it. I don't. I know where he's going with. We it, have dueling he... soundboards. I have a. I have an old uh, iPad that I have to slide the different pages, and then when I slide it, sometimes I hit one of them. By, I got like Joe Bidenitis going on in here today, man. <laughs> Although I do know the difference between my girlfriend and my sister. It's a well-oiled Thank machine, God. Jason. Well-oiled machine. <laughs> <laughs> this, this part of the show brought to you by WD-40. Yeah, exactly right. Jason Martinez. sucker up, Tone. I know. I'm getting slower, man. <laughs> Reflexes aren't. That's why I had to get out of the Nats after my final Flyers Carnival appearance in the pipes. Yeah, well, then you came and took, then you took a run at me in between the pipes, if I recall. Exactly right, man. I love the pucks, man. And I love hockey, right. too. <laughs> I love that. I want to get one of those. Those electronic pucks, by the way, are hundred dollars a piece. The new ones they're going to really? put in. Yeah. Wow. Hundred dollars a piece for those pucks. You should get one for the yeah, show. So if it goes into the crowd, they'll come up and ask for it back. <laughs> yeah, they'll come up and, 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 and club you and take it away exactly. from you. Yeah. They'll go. If you want to keep it, here's an invoice. <laughs> Although, if they do keep it, because there's GPS in there, they'll be able to find it. Exactly. It's like LoJack. Yeah. Do they still have LoJack. Yeah. Do they still make that? No more hiding pucks in your junk. Nope. <laughs> is that a puck, electric puck in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me, baby? Jason, I'll leave it there. Beautiful. Hey, Jason, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, brother. Anytime, Tony. Gotcha. I love the new fight. I love the picture, too. Look how clean that picture is. I know, right? He's got the perfectly shaped he trimmed it up a little bit. Yeah, he trimmed, he trimmed up, the up the beard. He doesn't have that uh, that uh, terrorist look like a lot of dudes the do. Thing going. The Al-Qaeda look. Robin Son has the Al-Qaeda look a lot of times. We tell him well, to trim did. up the he beard. he did, but he doesn't no, anymore. He doesn't trim it up as nice as it used to be, Robin. There was a while there that he was trim, trimming it really short. It's a little bit longer now. And but again, it's I don't not, tell him what to do. It's not Al-Qaeda. He's it's an not adult. terrorist looking. But no, I don't get it. I, listen, I've had a beard forever. Goatee. And I don't care what you do. The, what, the two things I never got was the mustaches that go over the lip yeah, so I far. That, oh, that I you know. like can't eat. The Wolf of Brimley going? Yeah, and that, that John Bolton guy's got that stupid mustache that comes all the way down. I get when guys live in the woods and they're like, you know, doomsday preppers, or these guys are in Canada and they're living off the grid. You don't have time to bring out the Norelco and trim that mustache right. every day. You know what I'm saying? There is something called scissors, though. You can still trim it, for God's sakes. Not when you're in the Canadian wilderness. Yeah, Robin. you can. In the Alaskan wilderness? Yes, you're in the Alaskan wilderness. There's a frozen pond. You hang over it. You use the ice as a mirror, and you trim it up, people. Robin's a bushwoman. <laughs> now, 91 si- no, she trims it up. I do trim it uh, up. Robin's uh, 91 Sixers taking a personal fam- familia shot at, at Robin. 
Robin's son looks like Al-Qaeda Al mixed with axe-throwing bar tools. Oh, oh wow. 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 Come on. Wow. 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 No, because he, I will I'm give him a, that at a wow, certain wow, point, wow, he did. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he was leaning that way, Robin. He was, he was leaning that way. You got to keep clean. it high he's, and tight. Like, look at Luigi. He's a manager now. He's high now. and tight today. He's got it high and tight. Chris, Christian is a manager now. He had to clean it up. He's, you know, he nah, has No, last time I saw him, he still had that nasty, the mustache is too long. And again, I don't care. But how do you eat soup with that? You don't. How do you eat anything without no. getting it all in your stinking, I know, that's nasty. a milkshake from whatever it is? What chick's going to want to make out with you with all that crap all over your... A dude. What dude's going to want to make out with you? <laughs> dude. Hey, Tony. We have... Since we had all this energy, energy, energy going on the entire show, we have a new segment. Yes, we do. Yes. Animals, 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 animals. What the hell is this? If you follow my Twitter feed, ladies and gentlemen... You know that in addition to all the other sarcasm and bullshit and some political shots at different people, everybody's an open target to me. I don't favor one person over the other. But what's the one thing when you get up in the morning and you look at your Twitter feed that makes you calm? And I post a lot of these every day. Animals. Like 30 seconds of an animal, and you feel good, especially dogs. I mean, I love all animals, whether it's in, you know, it could be a rabbit. And so we're going to have a new feature every day. Animals, I'm not going to steal Greg Gutfeld's Animals Are Great segment. Because he actually stole that from me. But I love animals. Yes, you do. And today, here is your today. How long? This is a, how long? It's not even that long. No, it's a very short. This is just a, because we do love animals. We love horses. We love dogs. We love so all animals. this is animals. your, just a little short moment of animals. It'll give Luigi time to do at least two or three texts right now. Yeah. Let's go to today's animal video of the day. Now, there's no sound to this. Yeah, there is. Oh, there is? It's just wind blowing, though, so it's not really... So it's a golden retriever Aww. in the snow at a horse farm somewhere, and two of the horsies on the other side of the fence... Three. Oh, there's three? I didn't see the third one. Two horsies are leaning down over the fence, and the beautiful golden retriever, his front paws up on the third rail, or the just fourth rail... Just saying hi to his buddies. Licking the little doggie. The doggie's licking them back. So there you have it, folks. There is your animal segment, Zen segment of the day. Can you play the clothes? Don't you like the new music, Robin? I love I've it. Been, we do a lot of show prep in here. And I think, you know, we have a Florida segment. People like these little special segments. Not super long. It's animals. 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 Got a good beat. You can dance to it. Not the Wonder Pets. They're a different breed. It's the greatest song ever. I know. But this is just animals. It could be any animal. There animals, baby. Animals. Animals. Or animal, as we would call animal. them. Animal. And those are the kinds I like best. I like, I especially like the animals. Are they stuttering? Are they stuttering animals? Animals. Animals. That's enough of that. All right. And now let's go right to a, I have another set. We got to do our soccer segment today. All right. There's another animal video. It's a. It's a golden retriever being vacuumed. <laughs> Who hasn't done that? Okay, wait. <laughs> Get rid of the a, animal. We've done, it's one animal video a I day, I know, Robin. one animal. I'll save that one for tomorrow. And there's poor Riddle is still out. He was, he was dreaming earlier. He was? He was twitching, yeah. Was he dreaming of a white Christmas? He was twitching. I don't know what the hell he was dreaming of. I also have no. my Philly crime mapper update. I'm going to do this every day now also. Why don't we do that now? Let's do the Philly crime because there's a lot of like little business. These aren't long segments. These are a lot of like little uh, tidbits. But I think because I, you know, I always like to pick on 
the people who run the city because I'm a taxpayer. And while I don't argue about political national stuff because everybody does that already, I focus on the local stuff. I like to keep it local. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I care about my community. We're going to pick up trash. We're going to do all the things. I stay on the mayor. That's what you do as a citizen. We know the lethal injection story was a big deal here. National story. Literally 150 yards from this house is where they were going to put that. I know. It's crazy. And so the people spoke out. And when you speak out, that's what happens. But in soccer, no, I got to do the crime mapper first, Rob, because we have a soccer update too. But my favorite, uh, it's not my favorite. It's a sad thing that I have to do every day now, Robin. And you know what that is, don't you? What's that, Tony? I've got to play the Philadelphia Crime Mapper Index on this March 4th, 2020. And there's only one song that you could play that makes this appropriate as I try to find it here, Robin. You know what song it is, right? Yes, I do. I got it right here. Here we go. Cops is filmed all over Philadelphia by the men and women with cell phones, not law enforcement. Right. And there's actually now a Philadelphia crime mapper site that I subscribe to now. And you can get this, too. You can download it. It's called Crime Mapper. And I have a couple of local people here in South Philly who send me the daily updates as well on this March 4th. Now, it's only updated till March 3rd, which was yesterday. So if anything happened overnight or, like, during the daytime, we don't have it yet. Yeah, no, we'll find it. You'll just look at the uh, – follow the Twitter feed. You'll see shootings and stuff. This is the number of people who have been shot dead, not just people who have been shot. We're talking about shot dead. In the city so of Philadelphia. Not shot and wounded, but shot and killed. Exactly. How many murders you think have been committed in our great city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, through March 3rd, which is exactly 63 days into the new year, right? Because we had 31 days in January. We had 29 in February leap year, so we got an extra day. And now three days in, so that, that turns out to be 63 days into 2020. I will say 61 murders in 63 days. You would be wrong. We are now averaging above one a day. It's 65 murders, ladies and gentlemen, in 63 days. And you know what the worst part of that is? Not that there's any good part of it. One out of every 12 victims of a gun shooting in this town is a kid under the age of 18. Wow. And I know, and I don't have the answers, and I'm not here trying to put the pressure. Well, I am here trying to put the pressure on, on the mayor and the city and the district attorney. I don't know how to fix it. This is how you don't fix it. The police commissioner just recently installed here from Portland, chief outlaw, talking to the families of a couple of parents who just had to bury their kids because they went to school, got on a bus, and then got shot and never got to make it home in this senseless violence that's going on. Chief outlaw talked to the parents and said she has a five-year strategic plan to try to address this. Okay. Imagine telling the parents of kids who are getting shot every day or afraid to go out and play outside anymore, afraid to go to school and get on a bus and come home with the parents wondering if they're going to make it. Hey, I got a five-year strategic plan. Not like we need to do something now. I don't know what to do. Maybe put more cops in neighborhoods where you're seeing like 16th and Chestnut, 16th and Walnut Street. These are heavily populated areas. This is where the, this is the main center city business district. 
There are people committing crimes in broad daylight every day. I'm not a genius. I'm not a law enforcement expert. But wouldn't you put more cops there if you have problems there every almost every single day? It would seem like the right thing to do. Now, just so that you know, we are tied so far with 2011, um, which also saw on this date, March 3rd, from the start of the year, January 1st, 65. Um, it no, is but here's the thing. Year to date, in 2019, there were 52 murders at, right. up until this time. Correct. So we are 13 murders ahead of where we were last year at this time. You go back to 2018, there were 49. So you look at the difference. 2018, 49 deaths by March 3rd. 2019, last year up to 52. And now three years later, 65 murders. Well, These wanna... aren't just people dying of overdose. These are people shot, gunshot victims. Homicide victims. Now, I am curious to find out, in 2011, what happened between right after that? Because after 2011, it went down to 57, then 34, and then 47, 41, 39, and then it's steadily gone up again. 51, 49, 52, You know what's 65. going on? The law people are now, the, the law enforcement cops are the bad guys, and victims are the good, and, uh, and the criminals are the good guys. Because they're getting in jail, and then they're coming right out. No bail. Mm -hmm. Guys are being released days after they've been in. Because we were for, doing For heinous really crimes. Well. I'm not talking about for hiring a joint around or smoking weed. I'm talking about people armed robbery, assault, gun violations. And they're being released back onto the streets. And guess what happens? They commit another crime. So, again... I, I worry about my community. I worry about, luckily, I don't have little kids anymore. But I see all the little kids who live in this neighborhood. Well, there was an interview, um, for, uh, I think it was Fox 29, that did an interview with a couple of kids that live in certain neighborhoods. And they said that they're, worried, they're scared. They were like 8, 9, 10-year-olds saying exactly. that they're scared to go play outside. That's the story I was just talking yeah. about, Robin. And so that's the bottom line. And again, I'm not trying to make it look like I'm happy about it. I'm not happy. I'm, I'm angry. I'm angry that this is happening in this city. And you know what else I'm angry about is that the only answers that politicians have, let's create a task force. Let's have a rapid response team. That's what the mayor came up with, a rapid response team. Well, guess what, Mr. Mayor? It's not rapid enough. Once somebody gets shot dead, yeah, you're going to send people to go out there and investigate. That's not a rapid response. A rapid response is having people in high crime areas on the lookout. Right, already there in, in exactly. place. Exactly. Again, I'm not talking about stop and frisk and going and putting people against the wall and seeing if they have guns. I'm saying if you, they, all these ads you see now, if you're on public transit, if you see something, say something. Nobody wants to say exactly. something. Snitches get stitches, bitches. Uh, I, I've got an opinion, but I'm. I don't, I don't, but let's go to something more pleasant. Well, this is actually, thank God it's pleasant because... This, Our Florida story, Robin? No, I just quickly, because we did the Nashville tornado uh, shout out to um, all of the people who lost family members, homes, businesses. I mean, if anybody's seen the photographs coming out of Nashville and the surrounding area because of the tornado yesterday, it is just horrendous. It's amazing how... Well, there's 20 Lethal. deaths. They're still finding people yeah. dead, unfortunately. Um, how uh, the magnitude, the strength of Mother Nature. Never, ever, ever underestimate the strength of Mother Nature. This could have been a very bad story, but it turned out not to be. But it just goes to show you the fear and how fast it happened. This following video is a crane operator. He was up in his crane at 375 feet. At, at 1 o'clock in the morning. When, um, what was he doing up in there at, like late at night? 
No, no, no. This wasn't late at night. This was, I think, it, he was working, and then all of a sudden it got really dark when the tornado hit. And um, maybe he, maybe it wasn't. I, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't actually say, but... Um, he, it's nighttime, and he's up in his crane, Robin. Well, so I don't know they, what time it was. Maybe they were working at night or doing overtime work. I don't know. But look at what happened. Listen to what he says. He actually calls his wife because he realizes he's not going to be able to get down off of the crane in time. He calls his wife and tells her the following. Carla, Carla, there's a real, there's a real tornado right there. They, oh, my God. If something happens, I'll uh, make sure everybody knows I love them, Carla. This is no joke. There's a real tornado right fucking there. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, you could see it. Ugh. Wow. But he was okay. I guess yeah. he... Imagine being 300 and say, you see those cranes all over in every city where they're building buildings. There's people up in those things, man. And you don't even realize it. But so that he, guy was okay. He made yeah, it out, He made obviously. it out okay. But the scary, I mean, did you hear what he said? He goes, if something happens to me, tell everybody I love yeah. him. I mean, ugh. Does that get to you? I mean, then there's, there were other people who weren't able to send out those last-minute messages. And you hear it all the time about people that reach out right be, because they know something's happening. Um, and they What's that noise? Oh, that's, that's me. You. That's you. It's my, uh, you know what that is? So I guess it was around midnight. My tablet, my, 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 ba- my pad hit my stupid cur- uh, terminal. So you're right. The, the tornado hit around midnight. So I wonder what he was doing yeah, up there. Yeah, I guess they're working the, late. They maybe they're behind on a project. Know. Yeah, I know the tornado hit late at night. Yeah. Meanwhile, let's do the Florida update. It's a little more uplifting, so to speak. Because you know what happens in Florida, Luigi. Everything happens Everything in Florida. Happens in Florida. You remember the great breakfast that Denny's used to have? The Grand Slam? Not the Grand Slam. It was another one. It was called Moons Over My Hammy. Moons remember that one? Hammy. Yes. Moons Over My Hammy, which is basically two eggs. eggs. Over, over a ham steak, right? Yeah, over a piece of ham. Yeah. It was we like- have a Moons Over My Hammy update, ladies and gentlemen, but it's not what you think it is. Oh. Let's go to your Florida desk. And your correspondent is Down to Florida. <laughs> Welcome you to the Sunshine State. Ah, oh, yeah. They're oh, yeah. kicking back and soaking up the rays. Every day in Florida. I think everybody, I hope everybody's singing along back at their, and everybody. I know a couple women are humming to the song right about now. Well, let's go to <laughs> Middleburg, Florida. You got it, Luigi? Yeah, is it, you, you get it? I get it. Okay, I'm sorry. I got it. <laughs> We're going down to Middleburg, Florida. I hope this is somewhere close Where? to Miami. Middleburg. Middleburg? Is that in the middle of nowhere? I'm assuming it's in the middle... <laughs> of the Berg. Of the Berg in Florida. But it really would be more appropriate if it were in Miami. But diners, they don't even mention what diner it is. It would be so perfect if this were a Denny. I'll just say it was a Denny, even though... A Denny's, even though it probably isn't. But... Diners were enjoying their breakfast at a Middleburg eatery, is what the article says. Yes. Um, when a 23-year-old Middleburg man showed up at the restaurant, it was around 10 a.m., and he came in to collect his wife's paycheck. At some point, there was a miscommunication. Who knows exactly what happened, but he was asked to leave because he was causing a disturbance. You want a little okay. extra order of hash fries? Now, they I don't t- know. Take care of him. 
But on his way out, just instead of, you know, giving the establishment a finger or whatever, he dropped trow and oh, moon. No. So there was a true moon over my head <laughs> wow. at a Denny's in Middleburg. It wasn't I'm, a Denny's, Robin. It's I'm, a restaurant. I'm saying it's a Denny's because it makes no, for that's, a better that's story. No, that's fake news. You can, journalism. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a Denny's. It says it doesn't. We don't know. It just says diner. It could have been a Denny's. It didn't say a diner. It, it says, says a restaurant. Diners. It says diners, meaning people who eat. Diners were enjoying <laughs> breakfast. What <laughs> don't you under? No wonder why you've never been a journalist, Robin. And I can't rely on you for the five W's. But unfortunately, what Mr. Twenty-three-year-old Middleburg understand. man was arrested for misdemeanor, indecent exposure, and breach of peace. His bond was set for five thousand. Five thousand dollars for a guy dropping trowel. And people are getting away with murders and don't get held on five thousand dollars fine. Five thousand dollars for showing your ass. I know it's not in Miami, Dean. So he went sunny side up. The The tease to the story works like this: Moons over Miami was actually an item at Denny's, and so to make the story, to give, to tease the story and make you think, oh, they're bringing it back, you know, like. They had the shamrock shake that mm-hmm. McDonald's brings back every year. The McRib sandwich was actually isn't a rib. And how many ribs can you get for a dollar? One rib. <laughs> One rib. And so moons over Miami didn't happen in Miami. It didn't happen at a diner, and it didn't happen at a Denny's. It's still the guy dropping. Not proud. only that, it was their post. It was on a Sunday, so it was their post-church breakfast. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, right. <laughs> Damn, you're going straight to hell for that one. Wait, so the guy's going in to pick up his wife's paycheck. So that means his wife works there. He goes in. What kind of a confrontation can you have at a restaurant? A matter of two minutes, pick up a paycheck. Pick up a paycheck. Give me the paycheck, bitch. I got to go home. What could have possibly gone wrong? Was it her last paycheck? Maybe. Oh, it could have been. Oh, yeah. Oh, maybe. maybe it was. And he got angry that he, you know, he just, he, he went to pick up the paycheck, but he was still all full of anger because she got fired. This was her last paycheck. Let's just make up a bunch of shit. Bitch and better have my check, my yep. money. <laughs> I think we should, I mean, this story is, is, is funny, but it's still kind of boring. I think that it should be at a Denny's. It should have been out of Miami, and uh, it was his wife's last paycheck. And he was angry that it didn't have all of what she was owed in it. You that's think? the story that we're going with, and that's what that's what. What we're else? Reporting. Yeah. What else would you argue about? Go in, you pick up the check, you get out, right? Yeah, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. It's not that busy, man. It's not that busy, man. But there you busy. have it, folks. It's not. This that is our busy. official no fake, no fake news. But story you see from what I Florida. had to do there because of my concern, which is why I ripped the media all the time because I once was a member of the media. Mm-hmm. Is I'm a stickler for facts. Yeah. And the, Robin in that one story. Because it was more boring that way. I wanted no, to spice it up. No, but you said it, it was a diner because the story starts with diners eating breakfast, enjoying breakfast. Does that tell you that it's a diner? Or does it tell you that's what they call people who eat? Okay, what kind of establishment could they possibly have in Middleburg for breakfast that is not a diner? But it's not called, it's, it's, they call it a restaurant, Robin. It may be a diner. Maybe it is a diner. That's why I'm, I, but I'm I don't making know. up the story I as I go along. I don't know it's a diner. I, I have to make this story you more You know what they call people who eat? When you go into, what do they call a really nice restaurant? Fine dining. Fine dining, right. Fine dining. 
They didn't call it a fine dining establishment. No. They called it a restaurant. Right. It could be a shithole. It doesn't have to be a gleaming, beautiful, right. stainless steel diner, the ones we knew and grew up with. It could be a shithole. The I one think- that our buddy Eric... Eric Cohen. Eric Cohen goes into every day and then takes a photograph of the fine eat, eating the dining that he does all Split over the place. The thing that is so funny <laughs> is that I am Split seriously piece. trying to find any other uh, article about this and not one single one. That's bad talks, journalism right now. Talks about because everybody's taking the same story and run, everybody has the same exact story. Every single one, and not one of them mentions what the actual restaurant is. It just says Middle <laughs> Middleburg Restaurant, Middleburg Eatery, Middleburg. So why wouldn't they call it a diner? Luigi's like looking at his clock now. Are we no, done I'm with not. this shit? Yeah, I know. Seriously, are we I'm getting out of here now? Screw what you, Luigi. Heck? No, I'm just I'm I'm watching this and I'm just watching Robin surf the internet and going. Yeah, it's not. Happening. It's not. It's not happening. It's not I'm not going to. And find Robin it. again, turn my damn machine down. That's because the hockey, the the thing you were. I turned it down myself. For what? Robin, you turn it down again. I'm going to bust this up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm going to yeah, bust Luigi's phone. I'm going to bust his watch. I'm going to bust your computer. I'm going to bust this whole place up. Okay. Are we done? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there anything else that we uh, we said we were going to cover? Oh, yes. Actually, there was one more. What? The Germans. The Germans. They always say good stuff. No, we don't do that. We won't do that one today. It's you just... don't want to do this one? No. Nah, I... You know why this guy's pissed off? Let me explain why this guy's pissed off. Now, of course, if you follow, you're a Premier League guy, right? I like Premier League. You a big Chelsea fan? Who do you like? Not Chelsea Clinton. She's a dog. Um, you a big Liverpool fan? Uh, meh. Now, you know, Liverpool had won like 44 consecutive matches in Premier League. Okay. So they played Chelsea the other day. Mm-hmm. Chelsea beats them 2-0. They'd lost two in a row. Their coach is legendary. Yeah. Jurgen Klopp. You know Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, he's great. He didn't say... Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. That was a different coach who had that's a got, classic. That's got Tuzo from AC Milan. Well, he used oh, to play, absolutely. Yeah, that's got Tuzo. That is, that was, that's legendary. Yeah. That's always in high rotation. Jurgen Klopp sat down after losing to Chelsea the other day. Obviously, you're not happy when your club has lost two in a row and you were one of the best teams in the league and you lose to... Chelsea and Liverpool was riding high. Everybody thought they were going to win it all. So they asked him after the game about things that had nothing to do with the game, and this is how he answered. Asking on a wider question about the coronavirus, are you worried as a team, as a club, about the spread of it or how it might affect you? Look, what I don't like in life is that um, a very serious thing, a football manager's opinion is important. I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. It, 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 it can, could ask you. You are exactly the same role than I am. So, and it's not important. But famous people, but famous people say no. You have to. We have to speak about the things in the right manner, not people with no knowledge, like me, talking about something. People with knowledge should talk about it and should tell the people do this, do that, do this, and everything will be fine or not. So, and not football managers. I don't understand that politics, coronavirus. Why me? I wear a base cap and uh, have a bad shape. And a bad shape. That's great. Isn't that awesome? That's great. See, that's an honest man right yep. there. And, you know, because every the one thing, the world we live in now, it's obvious. You know, for example, uh, Kirsten Dents came out on Twitter yesterday. Dunst. Dunst. What did I call her? Dents. Well, she is Dents. Dernst. 
Kirsten Dunst. A Dunst, yeah. She was hot at one time. Remember, she was in the she was in the uh, not the Superman. She was in the Spider Man movies, right? She made out with she the was, first Spider Man upside she's down. She's one of those actresses that though there's a few of them out there that can look totally plain one second and gorgeous another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, she's good. But so she comes out yesterday and has to endorse Bernie because every like celebrity, totally official. There's like everybody, a everybody has everything. to endorse a political candidate, and especially Hollywood because let's be honest, I really want to know what I think. Well, I, I do want to know what I think. I don't tell people who to vote for, but they all have to check, you know, check it. Here's a guy who's the manager of one of the biggest soccer clubs in the world, mm-hmm. and they're asking him about coronavirus, and he says, you know, what am I going to say? I don't know, and that's the problem. Because he's a celebrity, and he's a you know a high, well-known right. guy, especially in Europe. And somehow or another, that's going to make what he says more right, relevant, important right. or relevant exactly. or So he does what most people should do when they don't know shit about what they're talking about. But you know what? Everybody goes on Twitter, and everybody listens to somebody who's telling them what to say or somebody who's misinformed and gives them bad information, and they run with it every single day. And they, then they spread misinformation. Somebody gets one story wrong. And then the next person who hears it says the same thing. And then the next person says the same thing. And then it becomes fact. Yeah, I mean, I have been watching updates on the coronavirus. And I've been listening to the doctors that come on and give their opinion. And the one thing, especially my favorite doctor of all. Dr. Vinny Mumbats? No, Dr. Drew. Dr. Drew Pinsky, he is. Not Dr. Dre. He is angry. He is angry angry at all of these celebrities and news personalities that are giving their opinion and and um, talking about the coronavirus as if they know what they're talking about and making it a bigger deal than it is. Now, I'm not saying that the coronavirus isn't a big deal, but they're putting people into this sort of like crazy frenzy. Exactly. Just relax. And, and, and Robin, you did the same thing last night. Let me tell us one last story. Robin and I are sitting there last night watching election returns. And Rob, I'm not kidding. I'm not making this up. I wish I was. Robin <laughs> sits there and serious, as serious as a heart attack. No, I wasn't having one. She said, we should have the conversation about what happens if one of us gets the coronavirus. And you know what my response is? What was that, Tony? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> right. If one of us gets the coronavirus, how are we going to get the coronavirus? And if one of us does, guess what happens? We both get our asses, stay down here, and don't go out. Right, exactly. That's what you do because you're not going to die from the coronavirus if you take care of yourself. You're not going to get cured. It's not, it's not a disease, by the way. People are calling it a disease. No, it's not. It's, it's a, a virus. virus. Could you die from it? Yes, if, you have bad, if you're a senior citizen. I'm a senior citizen. I worry about it. But you know how I know I'm but not going to get it? If you're already immunocompromised, you have a higher risk. Yes, but, anybody but you else? must be around people who have it. Right. And now there's some, apparently a lawyer in Philadelphia has it. How ironic is that? Yeah, right. That the first person, I have a lawyer who doesn't have the coronavirus. He's got a billing virus. He's got a billing disease. And I want to rip him right now at the end of the show. I want to rip Cordell and Cordell. I said I wasn't going to do it, but they keep sending me bills. They, because they have my credit card on file. And if I actually, if, if, if the guy accidentally sends me an email, he sends me a bill. <laughs> and I'm like, and now I haven't required this guy in months. I he, think you even specifically told I even him. wrote him email. Here's the problem. I wrote him an email, said, I don't need your services anymore. I'm taking care of this. And then he charges me for sending him an email because he has to respond to me. Cordell and Cordell, stick it up your ass. Anybody who's going through a divorce and you hear that schmuck, Tom Cordell or whatever his name is, 
I might not be licensed in your state. Right. He's a divorce lawyer. In other words, he's like every other divorce lawyer. He's, he's they a, are parasites, he's not the movie lawyer. Parasite. He's a man's lawyer, but he's going to take, take you, fleece you just like your ex-wife's trying to. And let me, again, this isn't because, no, because my wife, my ex-wife no, no, and no, I, we've reached an agreement. I'm actually, not ripping her I'm not. That was not in reflection of no, her. this is this what is I'll say in about general. The lawyers, especially divorce lawyers, are cab drivers with a college degree, with a law degree, because they don't give a shit about whether you win or lose. Keep the meter They running. want the meter to run. Mm-hmm. That's the difference in Tony's court today. Forget about Judge Judy. She's quitting. And she supported Bloomberg. Shows you what she knows. That son of a bitch is gone already. Divorce lawyers are professional cab drivers. They're not even Uber drivers. Because at least Uber, you know what the fare is going in. Mm-hmm. Right? So they're cab drivers. And I don't, not, I'm not knocking cab drivers. They work hard. But they got the meter running. Right? They got the meter. You see that thing? Click, 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 click. click, 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 click. Yep. And this guy continues to send. He just sent me a bill for $1,100. He doesn't send me a bill. He took it out of my credit card. That's insanity. Two grand for doing absolutely nothing but having me continually tell him that I don't need him anymore. That's insanity. And then he writes back and says, I know you said that, but I have to do this. And then he charges me for that. And I understand they got to pay secretaries and all the other shit. They got to send the money to the Cordell asshole in Missouri. Wherever the hell he is. Right. It's a good thing. Ju- I wish Judge. Wa- I need Judge Dredd Judge to go Dredd. to that office. But it, I need wrong. Judge Dredd if to you, go fire. down if you to that s- damn office in Center City, Philadelphia, and you tell these sons of bitches at Cordell and Cordell and Bill Phelan, I'm going to name him by name. They should not be able to do that. If you've told them specifically, you do not want to. I have them it in writing. Yeah. But you know what? You know why I can't fight this? Because if I try to fight it, which I've done twice, he's going to charge me more. <laughs> I could pay, I could have, you know how many hookers I could have brought here directly to my house for less money that, that and, and I could at least have a happy ending. Right. I don't even get a happy ending with this son of a bitch. Well, on that happy note. <laughs> he does. <laughs> so if you're thinking about looking for a divorce lawyer, I do not recommend Cordell and Cordell, even if they're not licensed in your state. Yeah, Dean Sons says, call the bitch. credit card company, shut the thing down. Yeah. I tried to, I can't get into it. No, I'll I'll do it. I keep telling, just like the just like the storage unit. I told Robin, get the goddamn credit card off these sons of bitches. In the meantime, SFL, don't run credit. Sony's on another rant. Exactly. <laughs> we gotta go. Luigi's gotta go pump iron. His his pecs are now like he's got the the uh, got those bouncing pecs now. You have a nervous titch in there. I'm just gonna keep turning the music up. How's that? In the meantime. Just enjoy life, folks. Don't worry about all the bullshit. Unless you got a divorce lawyer and he keeps ringing you up. Then you got to ring the mother humper up, as Dennis Eckersley once said. We'll see you tomorrow. Thirsty Thursday, or is it uh, Super Thursday? Super. 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 Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It's a beautiful country, baby. This life has a straight edge on it, so it's very easy. In our world here, there's a happy little mountain. Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. 
We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon. Sixer says, Luigi stole.